The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Big takedown there for Salvador Aguirre to tie that thing in three, Doug. Colton Silva's going to need to find his way out. Today, it's live coverage of the Carney High Wrestling Invitational. High School Wrestling is brought to you by Craig Weegis of Pioneer Seeds. 30 seconds left in the period. There, it looks like he's going to get the escape. So he's going to be 4-3, to three, 30 seconds left in the second period. Colton Silva leading of Grand Island, leading Salvador Guaira, Carney. Another outstanding field is in Carney today for their opening invite of the season. As the teams competing today are rated in the preseason top 10, Carney, Hastings, Grand Island are among those teams vying for the season opening title. All the action is coming in next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first to do Tech Seed pregame show... We'll join KKPR Sports Editor Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from Kearney High right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Carney High Gymnasium. It is time for the 2015 Carney High Wrestling Invitational Finals. Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker, our producer engineer, Caleb Henry, as we get ready for the final round in the final invitational to be held here in the gymnasium. We'll, we'll say that a lot this year, Larry. We had the final opening basketball night on Thursday, and the new school opens next year, so uh, last chance to be a champion here in this gym. Well, it's interesting, Doug, I, and I hadn't thought about it. When you just said it, geez, the goosebumps came and the hair stood up on the back of my neck. I wrestled in this gym. I wrestled at the Carney High Invite. You know, there's a lot of that stuff. Uh, this place has got some real history, and you're right, the last Carney High Invite Finals getting ready to go. And we come into an era here where we look at the fewest teams that we've had here in a while, it's usually been a 10-team invitational. It's bounced back and forth, 9 and 11, but we're down to 8 this year. Bellevue pulls out. We're down to 8 teams, but 4 of the teams are state-rated, and uh, there are some very good, as always, kids here. 13 state medalists are in the finals here today. 13 kids from the Tri-Cities. Carney Hastings and Grand Island are in the finals. We only have one returning state champ here today in Connor Lauchs of Hastings, but we've got a lot of new coaches, whether it's this year or the last couple of years, but you know, you got Joey Morrison uh, now over at Grand Island in his second year. Coach Shadwinkle from Hastings College is actually here with us uh, today watching the matches, and then you've got a new head coach in Austin Widener, been on the staff at uh, Coach Lauchs. Ryan stepped down after last year, and of course Ty Swarm replacing the legendary Tom McKay and so uh, uh, even here in the Tri-Cities, you've got some uh, young, young coaches, and Columbus has made some changes. East has made, you know, it, it just continues to maybe go into that next era here. Yeah, and I think the thing is, Doug, is the Carney High Invite doesn't have as many teams this year, not as many kids. It's as deep as it's ever been. Half this tournament today's state-rated in Class A. You've got top-fly guys, you guys that have walked in the Parade of Champions and will walk in the Parade of Champions this year that are going to wrestle. You've got two guys that have won state championships that are going to wrestle in the finals today. Multiple finalists, Doug. Lots of state medals. It's a deep tournament. Give me a couple of highlights. We'll get to the uh, lineups here, and they will be wrestling 
first, second, third, fourth, and then fifth and sixth are up on the uh, stage here. But we will also keep you up to date on the third, fourth place matches. But give me a couple off the top here. Doug, I think this tonight, and, and it's like you drive 100 miles to see these two matches today. You know, at 120 pounds, Connor Lauks out of Hastings. He's going to wrestle uh, Kobe Pozoza out of Columbus. And when you look at these two guys, you know, Lauks we know is a freshman state champion. And Pozoza's been second and fourth at the state meet. Pozoza's good enough to beat Lauks. And that, that one is just a home run right off the bat. And then we get a lot of great matches. And then at the end, at 195 pounds, one that everybody's talked about and would look forward to at the end of the season. And we get it on the first day, 195 pounds. Of course, Colton Wolf out of Columbus. Remember, he was the big story, Doug, two years ago, winning a state championship as a freshman at a higher weight like this and then gets beat in the finals last year. All the four-timer talk gone. He's going to wrestle Kyson Schnell at a Lincoln Southwest, and he is a very interesting story. He has been fourth and second at the state meet, but at 220 pounds. He made the cut this year down to 195 to wrestle the guy that a lot of people don't think can be beat. So the match of the day is 195. That thing's got tons of drama, 120. And then there's a couple others in there that are great matches, but those are the two big timers. Well, we'll take a look at who's wrestling in the finals. Right after this, you're listening to the Carney Invite here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Schedule a campus visit today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back. Let's take a look now at the starting lineups or the championship weight finals and those that will be wrestling in third and fourth as well. Let's start at 106 pounds. I'll give you the champions, and then if time permits, we'll go to third and fourth. At 106 pounds, it'll be Blaine Kyle of Hastings taking on Salvador Aguirre of Kearney. At 113 pounds, Philip Mumi of Kearney High will take on Branton Flanders of North Platte. At 120, it's Connor Lounce of Hastings against Kobe Pozoza Hall of Columbus. At 126, Carter Wolk of Columbus will take on Gabe Crocker of Kearney. At 132, Cameron Williams of Lincoln Southwest will take on Colby Pedroza of Hastings. At 138 pounds, Jake Oltman of Lincoln Southwest will take on Ashton Arents of Kearney High. At 145 pounds, it will be Dylan Peterson of North Platte against Deshaun Dixon of Hastings. At 152, Chris Doty of Grand Island and Trevor Bigelow of Kearney. At 160 pounds, John Pillow of Lincoln Southwest against Brendan Riley of Grand Island. At 170, Isaac O'Dell of Lincoln East against Braden Ruffin of North Platte. At 182, Kyle Schultz of Columbus and Austin Moody of Lincoln Southwest. 
At 195, Colton Wolf of Columbus and Kyson Schnell of Lincoln Southwest. At 220, Wyatt Olcott of Columbus and Brett Garcia of Grand Island. And at 285, Gage Grinnell of Grand Island and Cy Marshall of Columbus. As we always point out, Larry Baker, when we get to this first meet of the year, this is nowhere close to what you're going to see, even after Christmas, but definitely districts. I know Grand Island and North Platte have three or four kids that aren't even here today wrestling for a variety of reasons, and uh, they will be rejoining the team at some point here in the near future. So there might be a kid that medaled at state last year or medaled at this tournament last year or you would be ranked here in the preseason that isn't wrestling today. It's not because they got beat today. It's because they didn't suit up today. Yeah, first meet of the season, Doug, some of these guys are coming coming out of, you know, playoffs of football and things like that, you're making that first suck all the way down to your weight. Might not have got there. A lot of things um, uh, uh, are involved in that. Your lineup, a lot of these guys, you know, the big timers, they're where they're going to be, but these lineups will change dramatically, Doug, through the year, especially, as you said, after Christmas. Let's take a break. Those starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, Kearney. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Don't forget that today's wrestling is also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Columbus ranked second, Lincoln Southwest fourth, Kearney sixth, Grand Island seventh, according to the Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association. But then Grand Island went out and beat Columbus in the opening duel on Thursday night. So sometimes, as we all know, duel and invitationals can be a little bit different, Larry. Well, yeah, and especially when you talk about it, Doug, which Grand Island, I think, has some real top-flight points as well. Columbus has got some heavy hitter points. The state tournament's all about getting through on Friday night, getting those individual guys to get to the finals and score 20, 22 points for you. And it's a, so it's about big-timer points, and Columbus has got them. But it does look to me like Grand Island might be sneaky good this year, Doug. Well, let's take a look at the team totals uh, the last couple of years after Grand Island had went on that long run of state championships. It's been closer here. Can't be any closer than one point. Kearney, 172. Lincoln Southwest, 171. Columbus, 159. Grand Island, 138. Hastings, 116. North Platte, 102. Lincoln East, 62.5. And and Omaha Bryan has 25. So we're about ready to get our wrestling underway. And at 106, Blaine Kyle of Hastings and Salvador Aguirre of Kearney High will be battling in the consolation match. It will be Kuchera of Columbus and Harrington of Lincoln East. Yeah, Doug Aguirre looks good. You know, Kyle, we know he's got great partners in the room. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how this goes. He looked very, very nervous before this match. 
So you bring in the youngsters, Kyle winning a decision. Uh, he was not the top seed, and sometimes it's very hard. Uh, even though he was a sophomore, he comes in and beats Corbin Harrington 5-1 in the semifinals. Aguirre in on an early shot but could not finish where 40 seconds in, still hand fighting. Yeah, Doug, you, you didn't, we talk about seeding, you didn't have a state, a state qualifier, a state medalist in this weight uh, today at 106 pounds. So seeding was a little bit of a crapshoot. And how this went, I will say that Aguirre's wrestling tough. He's been in on a leg twice, but Kyle's fought him off both times. Of course, the Kyle name has a little bit of history behind it as well over there at Hastings. Yeah, no doubt about it. Some state championships won there uh, with that last name, Doug. Aguirre has been the aggressor so far in the match, but they're on the edge of the mat. They'll come out of bounds. Official Dale Bean over there blows the whistle. And over here in our consolation match, it is Harrington of Lincoln East with the takedown on a 2-0 lead after the first period against Cardio Cuchera of Columbus. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting, the style matchup here, Doug. Kyle is very long. I mean, long, long, long. And Aguirre's more compact and short, maybe about 5'4", versus about 5'10", over there. And so there's a big difference there. And that's tough to get to a leg. You've seen Aguirre get in there many times, but he can't finish, and it's the length that makes it tough to finish. And they'll restart in the middle here with 20 seconds, and Aguirre again in on a shot but can't get anything done here, so... Aguirre aggressing, Kyle being the defender, trying to counter here. And you have to think, now Kyle takes his first shot. He's in on a single leg with eight seconds to go on the edge of the mat here. And Aguirre is going to be able to counter it, fight it off, and we're going to be scoreless at the end of the first period. Doug Aguirre did a good job fighting that off, but it looks to me like uh, Kyle can get to that leg. He's so long, but look how flushed his face is. He's gasping for air. The suck down to 160 pounds, or 106 pounds, Doug, as long as he is, this may have been a tough cut. Yeah, and again, something you have to talk about and worry about and discuss on the first meet of the year. Won't have to worry about kids getting too many matches today, but those are a couple of the things that you do have to worry about, and Aguirre will take down. Well, yeah, after Christmas, it goes to 108 pounds. You know, he gets his two-pound growth allowance, and, and, and those two pounds, it's just a huge difference. It literally is two pounds of water that you get to leave in your system. And again, I was... Talking with Coach Morrison out there, he goes, you know, if we would have made the state football finals, that would have been last Tuesday. They had a dual Thursday. He goes, we've only had 14 practices. Now, again, officially, that's what most of them have, but over the summer, football can get ready for football. If you're a multi-sport athlete, you don't have that turnaround time if you have a good fall. Yeah, that, that's the tough piece. Is, is And not only do you have to get them ready through technique, but again, though, you've got to get the weight issues sorted out. Aguirre will get the escape here. 30 seconds into the first period. He's got a one nothing lead. Salvador Aguirre of Carney over Blaine Kyle of Hastings again on the edge of the mat. And they'll come off the mat and restart over here in our consolation match. Uh, Columbus's uh, Carter Cuchera has not been able to get off bottom here with nine seconds to go in the second period. And Harrington of Lincoln East continues to lead 2 nothing after the first period takedown. Yeah, and I tell you, Doug, Aguirre's doing this right. He's just frustrating Kyle not doing much he's taking shots when he needs to Kyle can get in deep every time he's shot he gets in deep he hasn't had the strength to finish and it just looks like he's uh, a little bit gassed and Aguirre's doing this right he's just slowly dragging him out into the deep water restart with 38 seconds and now back over to the consolation boy we got a reversal here in the last nine seconds from Kuchera of Columbus and so it goes 2-2 with Harrington of Lincoln East, but Harrington will be on bottom, so needs an escape to take the lead here in the third period. 
Yeah, and that's the spot to be in. Two minutes left to be down. Get yourself out and protect your legs. Still one to nothing with Aguirre. He's gotten the escape, and they've just basically hand-fought it out on their feet. Now we'll see if he can ride. I will tell you that it is very, very tough. Uh, again, coming back to this length uh, difference between them, it's very tough to ride somebody when you're the shorter squad of your wrestler. Ride out wins him the match here. Of course, if he turns him, we know what that does, but I think it's going to be a quick escape probably, Doug, and it'll be a takedown that will decide it. So the second period comes to an end, and Kyle will take bottom, of course, here in the third period with Aguirre of Carney leading Kyle of Hastings 1-0 in the 106-pound championship. Our Carney High Wrestling Invitational coverage and all high school wrestling brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed representative. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Yeah, big uh, uh, Kyle had gotten to his feet. Doug looked like he was going to get out. McGuire just dropped down to a double, picked him up, and just pounded him down to his belly. Now he's got an arm worked back. They're going to call it potentially dangerous there. So restart with Kyle on bottom, a minute 34 remaining here in the match. one nothing Aguirre off of a second period escape. Still tied in the consolation, 2-2 in the third period. And now there was a switch there. Kyle's on his way out, Doug. He's got the leg. He's worked his way to the front. So now as if they were in neutral position, Kyle's in deep on a shot. Aguirre trying to counter by picking the near ankle, but... It doesn't look like he is in control here at all, and if, this could be a two-point move for Kyle. If he can stay on that ankle, he'll get a stalemate. He's got to stay on that ankle. He's lost the ankle back in the crotch now. A minute to go in the match. Still one nothing Aguirre of Carney, but Kyle trying to get out here. He's got to stuff his head. Aguirre's got to stuff his head. I mean, Aguirre's looking for a stalemate here. He's got to... He's got to get Kyle's head stuffed back in his crotch, Doug. He can't let him peek out. And if he does, he'll get the escape. It's not much of a reversal set right now. And they're scooting towards the edge of the mat. Aguirre is trying to get off the mat. Now he comes back to his feet. He's going to get a cradle, Doug. Aguirre's going to get a cradle. They're right on the edge of the mat with 30 seconds. Kyle might be able to scoot off before he is turned to his back here. Down to 25 seconds to go. And... A switch and off the mat just as a back move would have been made there. He was able to get Kyle on his back, but they say while the switch was going on, they came out of bounds. Yeah, and you hear the Carney fans go a little bit there. That definitely was the right call by Dale Bean there. 18 seconds now. Guire just got to ride him. So they'll restart again. Kyle needs to get out to tie it. A quick switch. He's going to finish this one, Doug. Kyle is going to get it. A possible reversal. He checks the clock with 10 seconds. Aguirre trying to circle. No points yet. And we're going to get a stalemate. Yeah, Aguirre did a great job, Doug. He went through and grabbed the ankle there. As long as he's got that ankle, there's no switch that can happen. And our official made sure that he didn't let the clock run while that stalemate was going on. Six seconds. Kyle comes to his feet, trying to rip the hand. And he won't be able to do it at Aguirre. will be your first champion here in 2015. one nothing over Kyle of Hastings. Yeah, Doug, I tell you, he just did that right. Uh, We talked about it even into the first period. He just kept dragging him into the deep water and outlasted him. They'll wrestle later in the year, and that very well may be different. 
And we had an injury timeout over here in the consolation, and I don't think they wrestled again. So I think East is going to win by injury default here. And even on track wrestling, sometimes it won't update you on that. So let's move on to 113 pounds. That's where Philip Mumy of Kearney High had to go against the top seed, Emerson Urbina, in the first round and stuck him, then got a 23-second pin over Lacey of Hastings, and he will take on Branton Flanders of North Platte. Yeah, and he just went out and got him a sweep single and finished it. He's up 2-0, and he's got a cradle locked up. He's going to get back points here, Doug. Mooby going to work in a hurry. He better slow. Oh, my, what great hips. But he's going to get rolled through in a reversal for two for Flanders. Yeah, they're just going 100 mile an hour right now. Both these coaches probably want him to just slow down here just a bit. Uh, well, Mooby came out and threw the haymaker on the first. The bell rang. He came out, took a big shot, and then it was on. Yeah, if he could have settled in on that cradle, he'd have gotten a bunch of points there. Urbina from Grand Island was the state qualifier. Same with Howard from Omaha, Bryan. Uh, neither one of them made it to the finals. Urbina of Grand Island is going to wrestle Bennett's of Lincoln Southwest here in the consolation. Already have a nosebleed. Yeah, now we've got another reversal. So it's going to be 4-2 to two Mumi over Flanders. And I'm sure this isn't even a third of the scoring. We're probably going to see <laughs> the way they've started. A minute left in the first period. And when you do come out this hot this early in the first match, the first day of the year, you might lose a little. Now trying to lock up a cradle, but nothing happens. We got a potentially dangerous. Yeah, well, he nope. was saying that no back points. They rolled through, didn't give him any back points, but Mumi just about ended up on his back again. He might want to abandon the cradle. Urbita of Grand Island gets the early takedown here in the consolation that led to the blood timeout. 20 seconds to go in the first period. 4-2 to two over here in the championship. Mumi of Kearney leading Flanders of North Platte. You know, they've got a typo, Doug, on our program, so I'm assuming he's a freshman. But I'm going to tell you, this kid's tough. I mean, he is tough. If you're a Bearcat fan, you got to get out and watch this kid. I mean, he's mean. It's not even on track, so <laughs> can't yeah. tell you there. And Urbina will have a 2-0 lead in the consolation match over Bennett's of Lincoln Southwest as they will go to the second period. And Urbina will be on bottom to take the second. So after a big flurry in the first 30 seconds over here, it's slowed down a little bit. And our period will come to an end with Philip Mumy of Kearney leading 4-2 to two over Flanders of North Platte. Well, yeah, and the scoring slowed down there, Doug, simply because Flanders had to start uh, stop all the uh, offense and just start trying to survive. Uh, Mumy just got tough and is trying to rip his arms off. Mumy will take bottom. We've got plenty of sports going on on our network of stations. The Alabama-Florida SEC Championship about ready to kick off on ESPN, 1460 and 1550, followed by Iowa and Michigan State in the Big Ten title. Hastings College basketball is at Dort right now on 1230 KHAS. Storm hockey on the breeze tonight. Yeah, geez, here they go again. Uh, Mumy's going to score on the... On the switch, Doug, but they both went through about three times. Moomy's tough on top here. I tell you, they'll get him scouted out, and guys will stop taking down. I mean, this kid is a hammer on top. It's been armbar after armbar. Right now he's got a Turk in. Uh, there he let that go. and I mean, he has just gone from turn to turn. And a lot of times that's the tough part, Doug, is these kids, especially freshmen, they ride instead of trying to turn. Oh, Moomy just tried to run an armbar about took Flanders' arm right out of his socket, and he just about went to his back. There's, here we go again. No change. Holy moly. When we had to slide out the back door to make sure that he was not reversed, that he continues to lead 6-2 to two with a minute to go in the second period. And over here in the consolation, Urbina got the quick 
escape and take down, so he's up 5 nothing. 30 seconds to go in the second period in the third-place match at 113. Grand Island with Emerson Urbina leading Zach Bennett's of Lincoln Southwest. Yeah, and as we said, Urbina from Grand Island is a returning state qualifier. He's another one of those guys here for Grand Island that, that's going to score some points at the end of the year. Again, we said there were 13 medalists returning. Coincidentally, five of our matches will pit medalists, which, you know, you could have had 13 medalists and all been in a different that's weight right. class. Not the case here. No, Mooney's got a cradle. He finally, this is about his fourth time through, finally he's going to get back points on here. And Flanders now, this whole thing has changed in this match where he's, he's spending all of his energy uh, trying to survive versus uh, where the thing had started with him trying to score. He's going to get three near fall. We're going to go to the second period, 9-2, to two, Doug. So after two, it is to 9-2, Philip Mumi of Kearney leading Flanders of North Platte. And let's be honest about it, the reason Flanders a couple of times was able to score and almost able to score is because of Mumi. Almost over-aggressiveness. Oh, they just took a big decision there. They look over to Coach Hall, Doug, and they talked about it and talked about it. Where do we go? I don't know that down was the right place. It's, it's the traditional decision, but I think here maybe go to your feet. He's going to just about hit a Peterson, and this is another one of uh, the point you just made. Mumi gets to go in too fast sometimes. He's going to get turned again, Doug. Flanders is. This cradle, he, he, can, he can pin him with this one. He's really got it set up with all day left here in the third period. 9-2, to Mumi in control. Flanders on his back. He's done. Nearly stuck. And, well, he rocks out of there. So Mumi's got to readjust, and he's going to have to reposition. So Flanders gets out of there. Boy, Flanders is tough. And, of course, that is the one thing here at the Carney High Invite. You see these matches, and you know that these Tri-Cities slash North Platte these guys are going to see each other 100 times this year. Well, and North Platte and Columbus are now, over the last three, four years, they are up in the program. They are starting, they're, I'm not going to say peaking, but their programs are better today than they were three, four years no ago. No question on North Platte. And Columbus is just getting back to where it always used to be. Yeah, One he, more time, Boomy, trying to get him on his back. 50 seconds to go in the match. Yeah. Flanders in trouble again at 12-2. Moomy's got that leg inside the body on that cradle, Doug. There he pins him. Five minutes, 15 seconds. Philip Mumi brings home another Carney High champion here at the invite. So Aguirre and Mumi, Carney 2-0 to start things off here today. But there are not a lot of Tri-Cities kids once we get past 160 pounds today. In fact, Bigelow at 152 will be the last kid for Carney. The last kid for Hastings will be Dixon at 145 pounds, and then you've got to Grand Island up there at 20 and 85 with Garcia and Grinnell. Yeah, and here we go at 120 pounds, Doug. I really think this is the match or the second match of the day, 1 and 1A. Both these guys have been in the parade. Of course, Connor Lauk's a Hastings state champion, and we Pozoza's been uh, fourth and been to the finals last year and was beaten. This will be a great match. And over here in the consolation, Urbina of Grand Island. Emerson wins it 9-1 over Bennett's of Lincoln Southwest to take third at 113 at 120. It will be Jordan Bober of Kearney taking on Pulver, Jordan Pulver of Lincoln Southwest. And in the first match of the day, Bober pinned Pulver in a minute 37. Now they'll have a rematch for third. Yeah, and Kobe Pizzoza Hall, he's in tough here, Doug. Laux has got a good deep whizzer in, but... Pizzoza pitted it, 
He got the leg up and pitted. He's going to score the takedown. I, oh, Laux is just fighting this off tough, Doug. Laux is fighting this off really tough. There they give it to him. So Pozoza Hall will score the first takedown. 110 to go here in the first period. Yeah, and these are great big-time matches, Doug, uh, uh, for, for you to see right at the beginning of the year. And Bober now trying to get a quick pin over here. The consolation and does. He'll do it in 40 seconds as Jordan Bober will take third in a very tough weight class here oh, at 120 yeah. pounds. Uh, Bober got beat by Pizzoza Hall 5-2. to two. Laux beat Silva 11-2 uh, to two in the semifinals. Yeah, now Pizzoza's got Laux cradled up, Doug. The referee's holding three back points. He's going to get out of this, but he's going to find himself in a 5-0 hole. Boy, the Bearcats look good, Doug, so far here in the finals. Come into this uh, final round with a one-point lead, and they haven't lost, and they've gotten bonus points. Of course, now for Connor Lauks, he wrestled at 106 last year. He was a winner over Nate Morris in the finals out of Papio South, 9-4. For Pozoza, he lost to Stogdell of Millard North by a one nothing decision, and those are the kind of things that really put you on a mission. Yeah, no doubt, and you see he's got his new tattoo. He's got the... Uh, USA Wrestling uh, colors in his back. So he, when you talk about a mission, uh, there you have it. Uh, set himself on one here this summer in the reversal right away by Lauk. That's important because there was 15 seconds left in the first period, Doug. And he's going to get back points, Doug. Lauk's got two back there. He's going to take this thing 5-4 now into the second period. The slow start is completely washed away. And that will be the end of the first period. Kobe Pozoza of Columbus 5 and Connor Lauchs of Hastings 4. And over here in the consolation, another Hastings wrestler in Nick Sad taking on North Platte in Trindle, Dom Trindle. And here's a rematch of the first round where Sad pinned Trindle in a minute 6. So Trindle and Sad after it again, and it's 5-2 here in the first period. And now taking him to his back is going to be Sad, but he's going to run out of time in the first period. He's going to get a Four-point takedown plus add the two for the near fall. Nine to two in one minute. Sad of Hastings with the lead. I'll tell you right now, Doug, Pozoza chose down here to start the second period. It's five to four. Pozoza over Laux of Hastings. But I don't know if I want to be under Laux because he is a tilting machine. And he's after it right away. But look at this. Pozoza about pops out the back door here to even it at 5-5 five, five, or to take a 6-4 lead because... Uh, Laux is down 5-4. Yeah, he tried to step over there. Laux was trying to trap that arm and tilt him up. And Pozoza tried to step over. Look here, Doug. He's trapping that arm, and he's looking to tilt him. He's very, very good with those wrist tilts. Talk about his strategy here. Obviously, he wants to score, but he also knows he gets choice in the third. Right here. He, he knows how good he is on top, Doug. He knows that he can get these quick two counts. It wouldn't be out of line for him to even take top in the third period. Sad of Hastings takes third place at 126 pounds with a pin in a minute 26 over Trittle of North Platte. And then that will bring up the 132 third place match. Zach Kuda of Grand Island will be taking on Nick James of Kearney. I tell you what's tough, Doug, and that's what's happening in this Pizzoza Laux match right now. When you can wrestle on the bottom trying to get out and you can just work to get out, you give yourself a great chance to win. When you are trying to survive on the bottom and you're fighting off turn after turn after turn 
it makes it impossible to score off the bottom. Laux has put so much pressure on Pizzoza Columbus here, Doug, that he's not trying to get out. He's trying to survive, and he's just been warned for stalling. 30 seconds to go in the second period. It remains Pizzoza of Columbus 5 and Laux of Hastings 4. No scoring in this second period. I stay on top of him. I'm sure they won't do it, but I would choose top. Now they have given a stall warning to Laux. So each wrestler, each wrestler with a stall, if either one's dinged again, of course, there's a point. Yeah, he was just riding his hips there. The clock's gone out. They must be keeping it uh, by hand there, Doug. Well, you can tell there's a problem because there's only one person now at the table. So we get back over here to the championship match. It looks like it's going to remain 5-4. So uh, Lauks couldn't score on top, and Pozoza Hall is able to ride, not ride him out, but not get tilted, not get turned. Yeah, I mean, he Lauks rode him out, uh, but Pozoza fought off the initial barrage and did a good job. Lauks is going to choose down. He's down 5-4 to four here going into the third, and Pozoza's tough on top, Doug. Pozoza tried to put a leg in. That's locked hands. They didn't call it. But Laux is able to spin out and get the reversal, and Connor Laux has now taken the lead 6-5 after an early 5-0 deficit. Yeah, uh, Pozoza got a little bit um, uh, quick trying to throw a leg in. He tried to force it, and you always tell your wrestler on the bottom to move, 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 and that's what Laux did there. Oh, Laux, geez, he's putting a lot of pressure on him, trying to tilt Pozoza. James over here of Carney with a takedown of the first period. Now an escape to start the third second. He's up 3-0 over Cuda of Grand Island. Yeah, and it's going to be 6-6. Six to f- six. It's going to be 7-5 with a stall call off the bottom. Officials getting too uh, into this thing, Doug, because I'll bet you he's going to warn Lauks here in a minute and going to take it to 7-6. The official's too involved. So 7-5 now after two stall calls. On Pozoza Hall of Columbus. Boy, Laux looks good. When you... He checked the clock, though. He wants to know how much time he's got to work here. 50 seconds. He can afford a stall call, and he but can he doesn't want to do it now. Here. Yeah. And we're going to get a stalemate, so a restart. Really working on that right arm, right shoulder. 40 seconds remaining. And so now Pozoza needs to get out. And then maybe chase Laux a little bit. Well, and here's the deal, Doug, is this is always the, the big question mark. When you go from 106 pounds up to 120, you grow after your freshman year. Did you win uh, because uh, you were small or not? And in this, Laux is answering the question. That's a huge jump from 6 to 20, and he's, he's holding his own here. And I believe that's the second false start for Pozoza because he had one at the start of the second period, so he can't afford another one of those either. Right. I know Laux has one. Laux tried to go to the opposite arm. 7-5, 30 seconds to go. Connor Laux trying to ride out Pozoza here to win the 120-pound championship, a battle of wrestlers that were in first and second, walked at the parade last year, goes for a tilt. Didn't well, get the count. Well, he waved twice. That should be two. He waved twice, Doug. Not going to matter, though. Pozoza is out of gas, and this one is going to go to Connor Laux. Five seconds remain. Laux, after being taken down early, is able to come back and win it 7-5. to five. Boy, that's a big win, Doug, and that just answers in, in your own mind even. 
uh, a lot of questions that you can take the the jump and he looks he's a good looking 120 pounder but he's taking the jump and he's able to take care of business let's take a break you're listening to the carney wrestling invite here on classic hits gabe crocker will wrestle in the 126 final when we return this is Justin Schwartz, market president of Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. One of the real joys of this holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you to our community for helping us continue to grow. We value the friendship and confidence that you have shown in us, and we look forward to serving you in the coming year. Our best wishes this holiday season from your friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back at the Kearney High Invitational. Big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein, Ty Swarm, and the crew here, as always, for their hospitality. We move to the 126 pound final. Gabe Crocker of Kearney taking on the top seed, Carter Wolk of Columbus, who finished fifth at the state meet last year. And Wolk will get an early takedown here, Larry. Yeah, he's tough, Doug. He's also, he was fourth the year before that, two-time state placer, been fourth and fifth. Tough, tough. And we know Gabe Crocker is a tough guy, but uh, Wolk just came right out. Got the takedown. Now he's leg riding. He's very, very high. Crocker's trying to work his way out the back door here, Doug. 55 seconds left in the first period. Over at the consolation at 132, it is Nick James of Kearney leading Zach Kuda of Grand Island 5-1 to one with one minute to go. In the match, Salvador Aguirre and Philip Booby of Kearney and Connor Lauchs of Hastings, your first three champions here today. The next match will be Cameron Williams of Southwest and Colby Pedroza of Hastings. At 138, Jake Oltman of Southwest, Ashton Arnes of Kearney, both medalists last year. And here again, Wolk's getting himself in trouble with these legs. Oh, that was very, very close to Crocker coming out the back door again, Doug. I think Crocker just needs to keep working here. Wolk may put himself in some trouble. You see, now, now Wolk took the leg out, smart enough to do so. Time winding down here in the first period. And it looks like the early takedown by Wolk will be enough to give him a 2-0 lead at the end of period number one. And we are done over here in the 132-pound consolation. And even though Kuda got a late reversal, it is going to be 5-3 in favor of Nick James of Kearney High at 132 in the Concy. Up next at 138 in the third-place match, it will be Tyler Longland of Grand Island against David Mata of North Platte. Yeah, Tyler Longland, Doug, uh, we don't know much about him. What we do know is that he has he's a two-time state medalist in North Dakota. Uh, so new wrestler to Grand Island's lineup. Uh, uh, wasn't able to get through to the finals today, but anytime you bring, you add to an already potent lineup of a multi-state medalist from another state, uh, nice little pickup for the Islanders. Back to the championship, Wolk of Columbus takes bottom here in the second period, leading Crocker of Kearney 2 to nothing. Yeah, Crocker's doing a nice job on top. He's ridden the first 30 seconds out. He gave up the quick takedown, but then from there, Doug, he's been very, very solid, uh, and he's putting a lot of pressure on Wolk here looking to turn him. Look at that armbar. He's working that armbar out. Look at all that pressure. 
He's trying to dig that thing out of there, but Wolk's a bull. He won't let it out. And at some point, if you can't turn him, you're going to get the whistle for potentially dangerous, and that's what happened to restart with 108 to go in the second. Yeah, I guess because at that point, if you're tugging on it that hard, it's something maybe break. <laughs> a sound you do not want to hear. No, that's exactly right. So now Wolk's doing a good job off the bottom, controlling hands, controlling the position very well. Crocker needs to get him taken to his side. He's got Wolk on his butt. Now Wolk's to his feet. And Crocker's smart enough to just let him go there, Doug. Many times kids get in trouble trying to chase that thing, and they end up getting reversed. So Crocker's going to be down 3-0 to zero here, 45 seconds left in the second period, and they're on their feet. No change here. Lots of hand fighting. It has slowed down a little bit, the pace uh, out of these guys. Crocker's in on a leg now. Not deep enough. Doesn't have a very good angle. May give up the takedown to Wolk. Wolk's doing a great job moving. There they go out of bounds, and Wolk gives him a nice shove. I mean, 14 seconds <laughs> left in the second period. Three to nothing still. Wolk of Columbus over Gabe Crocker from Kearney. Looks like they're both going to be content to just kind of let the second period come to an end here, and Crocker will get his choice in the third. Yeah, and, I mean, he'll go down, I believe. They may take both up. I mean, Wolk was pretty tough on top. Yes, he swarms. They're trying to discuss it. Get that one. Get that one. <laughs> it's always kind of interesting. Ty let him decide, but then when he chose down, Ty turned around and didn't like the decision. Well... <laughs> So let's see what happens as Wolk of Columbus with a 3-0 lead over Crocker of Kearney High. In the consolation, Longland of Grand Island, Mana of North Platte, takedown reversal. It's 2-2 after the first. Yeah, and Crocker's got his head on the mat. He's not really making a big attempt to get out. You're listening to the Kearney High Wrestling Invitational here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island Hastings, and Platte River Preps. Dot com, and as they come to their feet again, we're going to get another potentially dangerous and a restart here in the championship. Yeah, and what Crocker needs some explosion here, Doug. He was content with forehead on the mat there uh, out of that last restart. He's got to have some explosion if he's got any chance here. Needs the reversal to his back or the escape and a quick takedown to tie and then go to overtime. Been no warnings in this match so far, so he's going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. Now it comes to a sit-down, but right away, Wolk breaks him back down to the mat. Yeah, and Crocker goes straight flat to his belly. Again, trying to bridge up, but again, sometimes you look out there, Larry, and yes, there's a reason we have weight classes, so they're both supposed to be 126, but Wolk just looks a little bit bigger out there on top. Yeah, no doubt about it. There was a bigger cut there made by him. He's a big individual. Down to a minute to go in the match. Wolk had a first period takedown and then was able to get an escape in the second, and that has been it. No points so far for Gabe Crocker. Crocker just really hasn't been able to make a real big attempt to get out in quite some time. Looking for a spot now, trying to set up maybe a far side cradle or just enough to stay off an ankle and not get a stall. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what's happening. You see him fold his hips off to the side just enough. 
Wolk still doing just enough to make it look like he's working out there, but very content to have a 3-0 lead. He's not going to get a pin. He's not going to get a major, and we're down to 20 seconds to go, and that's unless Crocker really tries something wild here. Yeah. And he's going to have to do something. Time is winding down. We've got a stall warning on bottom, and that's Crocker. So you can just tell he is out of gas right now, and that's how the period and the match is going to end. Carter Wolk of Grant of Columbus, a 3-0 win over Gabe Crocker of Carney High to take the 126-pound championship. At 132, Coley Pedroza of Hastings and Cameron Williams of Lincoln Southwest and Jake Holtman of Southwest and Ashton Arntz of Kearney will go at 138. Over here in the consolation at 138 pounds, it is Longland of Grand Island trying to work a pin combination up 8-2 to two over Mana yeah, of North Platte. And, Doug, that's been a crazy match. There was a headlock in there by Longland, and then he got rolled through. It's been kind of a goofy match. And it's going to be 8-2 to two as they head to period number three. Well, it might be a little more. He didn't give him the count on the tilt there, and so we'll go to the third period, 8-2. Yeah, and here we go at uh, uh, 132 pounds, Doug, with Williams, Cameron Williams of Lincoln Southwest, sixth-place finisher at state tournament last year, uh, wrestling Colby Pedroza of Hastings, a senior, was a state qualifier last year, didn't place. Williams is in deep on a shot right off the bat. No. Well, welcome. La- Go ahead. Remember last year that 132, all state are tough, but 132, Brandon Kyle got third. And Damon Rodriguez beat Cameron Williams in the fifth and sixth place match. That tells you how stacked 132 was. Yeah, that thing was a train wreck. Lincoln Southeast, John Killingsworth won the 132 over Failwich of Creighton Pratt, but Kyle beat Otis Rollins in the third place match. Yeah, we talked about that thing the whole weekend, Doug. Uh, there's finally been a takedown here. Cameron Williams has gotten the takedown. They both have been very close to ending up on their back many, many times. There's going to be finally a three-near fall. Uh, Cameron Williams is going to take a 5-0 lead through this thing, Doug. Uh, they both have been in trouble. Cameron Williams is working like a hammer on top. Now he's got a big arm bar, Doug, and he's going to get it. Pedroza in some trouble, and there's still 40 seconds to go, and he's enough trouble that it's a pin. A minute 20 for Cameron Williams, and Lincoln Southwest picks up their first gold medal of the day. Yeah, Doug, that thing was just about toughness there, running that thing up and over the top. We'll take another break. You're listening to the Carney Wrestling Invite here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, 1st Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Connie. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Stop and think about your future five or even ten years down the road. What are you doing? 
How are you living your life? If you're picturing yourself in a meaningful job and contributing to your community, UNK can help. We specialize in showing people how to make a difference every day. That's a powerful outlook on life. College awaits. Your application shouldn't. Apply today to UNK and get ahead on scholarships and housing for next year. Learn more at unk.edu. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, former Grand Island Islander, has been a former coach in wrestling, still is a coach over at Centura, and uh, ready to get into the 138-pound championship here at the Kearney High Invite between Jake Oltman of Southwest and Ashton Aarons of Kearney. Yeah, and Jake Oltman, Lincoln Southwest, just a sophomore, was third at the state meet last year. Doug, and Ashton Aarons from Kearney, as we know, was fifth at the state meet last year. 138 was really deep. We had the two-time state medalist out of uh, North Dakota that Grand Island brought, another state qualifier. So 138 was one of those featured matchup matches tonight with Oltman and Aarons, and it is 0-0, 50 seconds left in the first period, and both have been in deep and nearly finished multiple times. When we went to break, Longland of Grand Island, Tyler ends up with a pin win in 3.45 to take third at 138 over Mata of North Platte. And now Paxton Myers of Columbus and Parker James of Kearney are wrestling in the first period at 145. James with a takedown, now trying to get him turned to his back here in the final 15 seconds of the first period. And gets the pin. 53 seconds for Parker James of Kearney High. And Carney High, they may not bring home all the goals. They've got two today, but just like most meets, they're going to bring home some consolation wins. Well, Doug, right now with what I see out of Carney, it's a long way between the third week of February and now, but they look like they've got depth where they can score a bunch of points on the front and the back side. They have some work to do in the upper weight classes, as we talked uh, on the Doug and Daddy show this week with Coach Swarm. Uh, lost a lot of the kids, you know, Ledesma and Schlender and, uh, and three or four kids that were in the state tournament, had some placers, and they're just young there. And well, you'll see that, especially in the dual tournaments here in the month of December, that Carney's going to have to make their points before 160 or they're going to be in a little Shut bit of trouble. Out. They're going to be in some trouble. Well, a big takedown by Jake Oltman from Lincoln Southwest. He was able to... Uh, Elevate a double leg and finish nice and strong over Ashton Aarons from Kearney. So going into the second period here, Jake Oltman is going to take down. The score is 2-0 uh, just at the start of the second period. And Oltman fires right off the mat, Doug. Somehow Aaron's able to keep enough control to get him off the mat. And they'll restart. In the 152-pound consolation just getting underway, Tyler Karstens of Lincoln Southwest will be taking on Lewis Earls of Columbus. Yeah, this is uh, there, and uh, Ashton Aarons is very smart. He just finally let him go. Jake Oltman was just firing off the mat, and many times when you get in those deals, you end up getting yourself in trouble and getting reversed or end up on your back. Aarons was smart enough there just to let him go. And in on a shot again is going to be Jake Oltman. He's got Aarons all the way off the mat while he is on his knees as well, and if he pops the head out, he's going to have another takedown. Yeah, I really like Aaron's gut and fights, and, and, and you should see that out of a state medalist. That's for sure, but Oltman just really seems to be in control here, Doug. He's going to get another one. I think it's three to nothing. There's a minute left, and there he does. He, he uh, turns it into a headlock, Doug, and he's going to get the takedown and make it five nothing, and the referee is now holding three back points, and there's a minute left. 
in that situation. It's a very tough situation for Aston, Ashton Aarons because all your air is getting cut off. He's going to run out of air here pretty quick. He's really got to have some guts. 45 seconds to go. Aaron's trying to keep those blades off the mat. He's got those hips twisted as much as he can. Yeah, He's going to be in deep trouble even if he gets out, but he does for a moment. Now we're 30 seconds as Oltman tries to scissor him up and finish this. Yeah, and the trouble with this is, yes, you're going to be down, but you're just out of gas. I mean, it takes so much to fight off your back, and especially when you're fighting off your back, with your neck completely constricted. And they will stop it and restart here with an 8-0 lead for Jake Oltman off the three-point near fall. So uh, escape a takedown, a near fall. Oltman working strong here in period number two with 15 seconds remaining. And Aaron's fires right off the whistle, but great counter by Oltman. Well, you said it, Doug. Aaron's a tough kid. Just doing a great job. He's just got a tough cookie on top of him right now in Jake Oldman because in that 15-second restart, he's going to get two more back points. So 10-0 at the end of the second period. Oldman of Southwest leads Aarons of Kearney in the 138-pound final. Our producer, Caleb, keeping up to date on everything else that's going on out there. Nebraska men's basketball, a winner today. Not impressive, but a win, 73-63 over Abilene Christian and Alabama. Is up 2-0 over Florida in the SEC championship game, currently on ESPN Radio. Well, it would be 200 to nothing if they start giving it to their tailback. <laughs> well, we'll go to the third period. It looks like Aarons has decided he wants to go both up here, Larry. Yeah, and that's smart, Doug. There's, he's not going to get out. He's going to keep getting turned if he goes down there, Doug. It's a tough spot. Ashton Aarons finds himself right now down 10-0, to and he really has not wrestled a bad match. All he could hope to do here is hit a move, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And to be honest, as, as aggressive as Jake Oltman is, and Ashton Aarons has great hips, it could happen. Ashton Aarons is not out of this match from that perspective. Over here in the consolation, we have just got an escape from Karstens of Lincoln Southwest to tie Earls of Columbus 1-1. So they each have an escape, and they've got the whole third period left to wrestle. Coming up next at 152. Could be a good one. Dylan Peterson of North Platte. Deshaun Dixon of Hastings. Oh, Aaron's just, I mean, he's just tough, Doug. He's wrestling hard. Oltman has kind of tried to start to shut it down here just a little bit, and Aaron's won't let him. Oh, be careful there. He got in that twister spot. There you wrestle somebody with a K on their chest. You better not let them have that uh, armpit and chin, I'll tell you that. Aarons beat Longland in the semifinals from Grand Island 7-3 while Oltman pinned Mata in a minute 12. And, of course, as we just told you, Longland beat Mata for the third and fourth place medal. And as I talk about a twister, I look down at old Mr. Twister standing right there on the mat. As you know, uh, Adam Keysweater now is the uh, head wrestling coach at Columbus High School. Of course, won a state championship here at Kearney High and uh, all of his All-America trophies from UNK. Amazing, isn't it? Are we just getting older? Yes. <laughs> Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com at the Carney High Invitational Final. And Aarons down 10 nothing to Oltman of Lincoln Southwest, down to 15 seconds. They'll come off the mat with just under 10 seconds to go. 
Ashton Eretz wrestled a good, tough match here, Doug. He just wrestled a tough dude. So a restart with eight seconds. Altman just fine with locking up and dancing here as time will expire. And Jake Altman gives Southwest their second winner of the day. Backing on Cameron Williams there by a score of 10 to nothing over Ashton Aarons of Kearney High. So far, Salvador Guire and Philip Mooby of Kearney, Connor Lauchs of Hastings, Carter Wolk of Columbus, Cameron Williams and Jake Holtman of Lincoln Southwest are your winners. Now we hit the midway point here at 45 and 52. Should be very competitive. Peterson of North Platte, Dixon Hastings, and then Doty, Grand Island, and Bigelow, Kearney High. Yeah, this is one of the rare weights, like 106, where we don't have a returning state qualifier or returning state medalist uh, at the weight. But this will be very good. Deshaun Dixon, extremely athletic, Doug. Uh, and it's kind of a, a little bit of a mismatch in styles because Dylan Peterson is a tough, tough guy. Peterson's going to want to wrestle slow and tough. And Deshaun Jackson is explosive. Dixon won the 145-pound championship last year here at the Carney High Invite over Tim Reese of Grand Island. So Dixon... In on a shot, is going to get the first points. Take down two. Yeah, and he, he had just about had another one before that, so you can see that explosiveness. And he's a high-motor guy as well. Peterson, just a big, strong kid. Oh, Peterson tried to reach back to switch, and Deshaun uh, Dixon just stuck a big old half in. Peterson trying to get out of there, nearly does. Goes for a reversal possibility to not even getting a point, and Dixon's going to readjust, breaking back down to the mat. And sometimes this, in, in these types of styles where Deshaun J- uh, Dixon, that crazy athleticism, many times, Doug, late in a match, if, if Peterson can hang around, he'll thwart that. Peterson is, is no slouch. The legend Mike Fleshman used to call it the funk. Yes. He had some other words for it, but like the whole style, the funk. Yes, and he's very funky. You can call it wooly bully, you can call it herky jerky, you can call it wild, you can call it aggressive. It's the kind of style that can make for a high scoring match if the opponent is as good and can do a lot of countering. And over here in the consolation, it looks like this 1-1 match is not going to go to overtime. A takedown in the final 10 seconds by Lewis Earls of Columbus. And he'll win it over Karstens of Lincoln Southwest, 3-1 to one, to take third at 152. Now a Tri-Cities matchup at 160. It'll be Peyton Ford of Hastings taking on Steve Berman of Kearney. Yeah, and still 2-0 down there with Dixon, uh, Doug, and Peterson. 30 seconds left in the period. They were just on their feet a little bit and throwing each other around there. Somebody's feet were going to hit the ceiling. <laughs> Ended up being no points out of it. But Dixon working high, was looking at a tilt. Now comes back, tries the leg. He just can't get anything really secured right now, Larry. No, and it's tough. I mean, Dixon, I think Dixon's probably better from his feet. He's trying to run those tilts like Lauk's runs. I'm sure they've run those in the room like crazy. Uh so you see most of the Hastings guys looking to do him. He's just not as proficient with it right now. And the period will come to an end, and Deshaun Dixon will have a 2-0 lead here 
after the first over Peterson of North Platte. Peterson will have to take bottom or chooses bottom here in the second. Yeah, Dixon deferred. Peterson's going to have to go down again. Let's see if he can get out. He spent two minutes trying to get out and couldn't a minute ago. And we've got a really fun match here in the consolations. Ford of Hastings with the takedown, but Berman rolls him to his back. And then a reversal right back. I think they gave the uh, two-point near fall to make it 4-2. Yeah, and here uh, Peterson did a good job getting to his feet. I really thought maybe Deshaun Dixon was going to get from Hastings, going to get called for stalling for not returning him. And he did end up getting him returned, and now he's got a deep arm bar. A minute 30 left in that match. Still 2-0 to Sean Dixon from Hastings, leading Dylan Peterson to North Platte. And in the 160 consolation, Ford of Hastings leading Berriman of Kearney 4-2, going to the second period, and Berriman will take bottom. Yeah, Coach Hall from North Platte, I understand his frustration. He's very upset with the official right now because he feels that there's uh, been a lot of stalling. Dixon won't return Peterson to the mat. When you come to your feet, you got to return him. And they have it. And I think Dixon's smart enough here to just say, let's go both up. He knows that he's not uh, close to turning him. So he just cuts him, lets him up on the restart, and now in on a shot. And he'll I, get the two-point takedown. It, it wouldn't surprise me to see him cut him again, Doug. I think he's, he's dynamite on his feet right here, and it's probably where he needs to stay. Well, he's so fast, and Coach Weiner says cut him, and they do. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. He'll frustrate Peterson. Boy, this Peterson's a tough cookie, though. You look, he's not, he's not having this deal at all. Back over here at the consolation, Beerman gets a reversal. Carney and Hastings tied 4-4 midway through the second. There, Peterson's going to try a little funk, and he's going to cost him two points. There's another takedown. Six to two now, 35 seconds left. This is where you have to kind of decide, can you get another one in just 30 seconds? On the edge of the mat. Pops out to the side. Now comes back over and covers with 25 seconds to go. Yeah, he's just Dixon gonna... looks like he'll be content here if they'll let him ride him out here on the edge of the mat the last 20 seconds. Yeah, I think if's the ride. I think they could warn him for stalling any time here. There he got the cradle. No stalling there. He's going to get back points. Right on the edge of the mat. No count yet. Now he's splitting that line. And the time will expire in the second period. Deshaun Dixon of Hastings, six. Dylan Peterson of North Platte, two. And Dixon's choice, obviously, both up. Yeah, he's going to stay on his feet. He'll get another one here. My guess is he may get a, uh, he'll work to get a couple more, I would think. In the consolation, Behrman of Carney has turned forward and he gets the pin. Gets the pin in 2:31, and Carney takes a third place. Hastings will take a fourth. Berman over Ford. Oh, and right there, just kind of an an old head chance here, and he just crawling. Dixon's crawling right up his back. Doug Dixon has gotten the takedown to make it eight to two, and he's getting back points. And I think he'll probably finish the match right here, Doug. Deshaun Dixon in deep, ready to finish it. Still a minute and a half to go in the third period. Putting all the weight he can on it. Yeah, and he's lifting the head. He's doing a great job. There it is. And the pin for Deshaun Dixon. Once again, a winner here in the Kearney invite for Dixon of Hastings. And he's able to do it in four minutes and 43 seconds. That's just our third pin here of the finals. We're halfway through the championships, and we'll be back with Chris Doty of Grand Island and Trevor Bigelow of Kearney when we return at the Kearney invite. 
Tis the season to celebrate Christmas and tis the season to plan your whole farm solutions for 2016. For your variable rate technology, soil nutrients, seed, and crop protection, speak with your Aurora agronomy expert. Our grain team is ready to help you with marketing that crop, and the livestock nutrition and energy professionals will make sure you have optimal rations for your cow herd and bulk fuel and oil to keep your equipment running. At the Aurora Cooperative, we want to be your solution for higher yields, healthy livestock, and successful grain marketing. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. High School Wrestling on Classic Hits 98.9, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? Well, it's easy. Go to Pioneer.com or your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seeds to success for a better yield start with Pioneer and your local dealer, Craig Weeches. Yeah, Doug, now moving to 152 pounds. Again, one of those four feature matches we had. Chris Doty from Grand Island, state runner-up last year, wrestling Trevor Bigelow from Kearney, didn't place last year after having been fifth at the state meet in 2014. So both state medalists, Doty, um, uh, parade, parade champions last year. Bigelow goes out, gets the quick takedown. Doty gets the escape. We're two to one right now with a minute left in the first period. This should be a really good match. Doty is a big 52-pounder. Doty wrestled 38 last year and, of course, ran into Isaac DeLoa, uh, one of the best of all classes, all weights from Millard South, who went undefeated. Bigelow ended up, uh, as you said, fifth at 145. So both making the move up to 52 this year. Yeah, and I really think Doty is, is the bigger of the two. Uh, but Bigelow is tough, Doug, and, and we've seen Trevor Bigelow many times. He's very, very tough deep in matches, as a lot of the Carney guys are. There's a slick shot. Just did a great job. Gets the takedown. It's 4-1, to one, 20 seconds left. If he had more time, he's got an arm bar. I think he's going to run out of time, Doug, uh, before it'll pay him any points. Bigelow's looked great on his feet here. The two takedowns that he's gotten, um, Doty hasn't been close to defending. And remember how things can go. Doty walked in the Parade of Champions. He was fifth at the Kearney Invite last year. Unbelievable. You're exactly right, and you talked about that at the top of this today. And Bigelow was third at 145, so yeah. there you go. And the first period will come to an end. Trevor Bigelow 4-1 to one over Chris Doty. Two takedowns. Doty the escape in between. Bigelow gets choice, takes bottom here to start the second period. And over in the 170 consolation, a win for Grand Island. It will be Matt Rojas taking care of business in 149 over Shaw of Lincoln Southwest. Shaw beat Rojas 11-8 in the first match today. Rojas gets redemption with a pin in 149 in the third-place match at 170. At 182, it will be Andy Mason of Kearney, and North Platte will send out Jake Johnson. Yeah, and Rojas, great wrestler. Uh, he'll have matches like that, like you said, 11-8, to 8, where they start scoring a lot. Uh, because he, he does have a lot of funk to him, he'll start rolling around at times. But 
They'll need him to score some points for them this year, Doug. This is the Carney High Invite on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, glad to have you along with us. Our first wrestling action of 2015. And, Bakes, it looks like with all of a sudden some changes to the rules, allowing maybe a couple more weekday duels, Carney and Grand Island will actually duel on a weekday. Once we got into these duel tournaments about six, eight years ago with the Fracas and going to Omaha, uh, they were seeing each other so much, and they still kind of are, but they're going to have an exclusive duel, plus Carney duels Omaha Scut uh, this year. Doug, it's great. In my day, we didn't have duel tournaments. We did have middle-of-the-week duels, and I will say this. It's tough to cut weight for them uh, without question. But they are uh, a dynamite thing. You'll pack the house for them. Well, we've got a lot of action going on right now at 52. Doty almost pinned himself. Yeah. Getting out the back door and getting the reversal will be Trevor Bigelow. Bigelow just kept moving there. Uh, Doty was leg riding and just got himself in a ton of trouble. Six to one now with 20 seconds left. I can tell you, Doug, I've wrestled in Carney High invites and things like that. But my fondest memories of wrestling, uh, Carney, or really some of my fondest memories, period, uh, uh, were dueling in the middle of the week. And one, I can remember my senior year, we came here, we dueled Carney in this gym. Uh, I wrestled the Gilming kid, I remember. I won 7-2. to two. Uh, You know, you remember those things. It was when the old wooden bleachers were here, and it was a cool time. My junior year, I got beat by the Panowich kid, who is a state runner-up uh, from Carney. In the duel. So, I mean, you, you do remember those middle-of-the-week duels and, 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 and that type of stuff. So it, it is good that they put those back together. I don't know if it was the last time they dueled during the week or the next to last, but I know the last time we were at Grand Island, we did the duel in the old gym, and they brought the spotlight in, yes. and they had the whole collegiate feel to it. We're at the end of the period. Trevor Bigelow of Carney 6, Chris Doty of Grand Island 1. Doty's choice takes bottom here in the third, and he's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, he does, and he just hasn't been no match control here, Doug. Uh, and Doty, Doug, he's going to get turned. Oh, he just uh, Bigelow's running just a straight-up half Nelson there and just about turned Doty. So who knows if he goes from fifth to second at the end of the season, he may go second state champion here this year, Doty. <laughs> you know, you think from Carney High to state tournament last year. A little physical over here in the 82 consolation. Mason of Carney just took Johnson into the coach's chairs. And Mason's up 3-0 with a minute 15 to go in the second period. And Mason really getting after it. Almost the old head slap up there. Yeah. Thought, he was, thought he was playing D-tackle. That's right. And the key, Doug, you know, when we talk about Carney High, is as you look at this, Andy Mason is the type of a kid, type of looking kid. How much better can they make him right now from November to February because as you said these upper weights are going to need to be there for them the hammers are gone but you focus on kids like that in the room and they start scoring points for you in February and that's where team trophies come in. Doty finally able to work his way to an escape now trying to get a takedown of Bigelow on the edge of the mat only 30 seconds to go and they will come off the mat neutral. Bigelow of Carney 6, Doty of uh, Grand Island 2, 26 seconds remaining in the 152-pound final. Yeah, Bigelow's wrestled great here, Doug. Total match control in this thing. Doty's just never been in the match. Grand Island doesn't have a winner yet. No. Not a champ, anyway. No, Doty's gassed. He's been on the bottom working so hard for so long. Bigelow even staying active here in the final 15 seconds. And Bigelow 
is going to end up getting the win here as time expires. Trevor Bigelow of Kearney, a 6-2 win over Chris Doty. And over here in the consolation match, things have turned, and Johnson of North Platte is able to take Mason to his back and get the pin, and he'll do it in 228. Yeah, Cradle, Doug, and those big guys, Cradles are tough, tough uh, riddles to solve when you're a big guy because you get so balled up, you just cannot move. That's what it's like. Hang in there. Look for your spot. Sometimes it's there, and that's what the North Platte wrestler in Jake Johnson just did. 160 pounds. We bring home Brendan Riley of Grand Island, and he's going to take on Jonah Pillow. Oh, what a nice last name. Never never heard the name Pillow before. No, me neither. This also dug a weight where no returning state qualifiers, no returning state medals uh, in this weight, and Pillow's making short work of it. He has already got the takedown, and he's put Riley on his back. Riley tried just to bridge out, and we're only 30 seconds into the match. Yeah, he's wanting to end this thing and go find his pillow. Boy, look at him twist. Look at him turn. He's got him stacked up, and he's got him stuck in 40 seconds. Jonah Pillow of Lincoln Southwest with the fastest pin of the finals in 40 seconds. Wow, look, just look good, Doug. Went out super athletic, went out and took him down, took him right to his back. Again, one of the featured matches. We had a couple of them today. Locks of Hastings beat Pizzoza of Columbus 7-5, and we've got a couple of State runners up in Colton Wolf and Kyson Schnell, Columbus and Southwest at 195. Before that, though, we have Isaac Odell of Lincoln East, Braden Ruffin of North Platte, both medaled last year, coming in at 170. Your 195 consolation is going to be Tim Dubry of Kearney taking on Carl Nelson of Lincoln East. We'll take a break, continue the Kearney invite in a minute. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martina, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney, TM Sporting Goods, a division protein design. The 2015 Carney High Wrestling Invite here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Currently on ESPN 1460 and 1550, it's the SEC Championship Game, Alabama, Florida, followed by the Big Ten Championship Game, Iowa, Michigan State. Storm Hockey tonight on the Breeze, 94.5. Hastings College Basketball right now on 1230 KHS. And don't forget the Husker Volleyball team will play Wichita State tonight in the NCAA Tournament at 7, so plenty going on. And we've seen a little bit of everything already here, Larry Baker, some just saw a quick pin, saw some competitive matches, seen some kids come from behind and win. It's been uh, everything you kind of hope so far. Yeah, we've seen the Islanders in the championship uh, round really falter. We've seen the Bearcats just kind of run and hide. Right now at the 170-pound uh, weight class, Isaac Odell from Lincoln East, who has been second and fourth at the state meet, Doug, so he's walked in the parade of champions. 
is wrestling Braden Ruffin from North Platte. Just a sophomore, got a big win in the semis over Douglas Weeder of uh, Omaha Bryan. And Weeder had been sixth place at the state meet last year. So Ruffin beats the state medalist to get in to the finals. They're going to finish this first period 0-0. Zero to zero. So Ruffin, just a sophomore, uh, Doug, uh, showing up and having a great state tournament. Or, excuse me, Carney High Invite. But had a great tournament, state tournament, finishing fourth as a freshman last year. Yeah, no doubt about it. So no score between Odell and Ruffin, East and North Platte. And, uh, again, looking at the team score right now, Carney leads it with an even 200. Lincoln Southwest, 189. Columbus, 171. Grand Island, 155. But Columbus has four finalists still to go from 82 to heavyweight, and three of those will be the favorite in that match. One of them is the Wolf Schnell. Lincoln Southwest can probably still win this right now. I would say it's very hard for Carney to win it, even though they've got an 11-point lead because they have no finalists left. They are now done. They'll have to get a few points here and there in the third, fourth, and fifth, sixth-place matches. But uh, Columbus and Lincoln Southwest, either one of those can win it here on the mat in the last six matches. Yeah, and Columbus is going to throw some hammers out there. A lot of very high-level leg riding here, Doug. Uh, Still a minute 30 left in this second period. Score is still 0-0. Odell's riding tough, big leg rides, and Ruffin uh, just about reversing him several times. Very high-level stuff. Ruffin taking the bottom, of course, to start the second period after a scoreless first period. And over here in the 195-pound consolation match, it is Carney High's Tim Dubry leading Carl Nelson of Lincoln East by a score of 3 to nothing as they go to the third. And Nelson of East will take bottom. And Dubry says, that's okay. You just get on up. We'll go off of our feet. It's 3-1. Yeah, and again, just this leg riding is amazing. And what... what Odell's looking for our tilts here, Doug. And there he finally got him. Ruffin's going to come out. He's probably going to make this a 2-2 deal. Ruffin's going to give up the two back points, but nothing's been given yet. Uh, Ruffin's, uh, or excuse me, Odell's still in control, Doug. Ruffin's in on a double at the edge of the mat. Can't pop his head out. There it is. He's got the reversal. It's 2-2. No, that... That, that was uh, where they were, Doug, off of, off of his back. It's 2-0. Excuse me. Um, this Ruffin is tough. Ruffin just couldn't get out of there. As you said, it was close, and Odell breaks him back down, so he got the tilt, got the two. He's up 2-0. I'll tell you, Doug, but when you look at Ruffin here, is this, this, this is a match he should be far outmatched in here, wrestling somebody that's been to the parade, two-time medalist, and uh, this kid's game. Boy, Hall is doing a great job in North Platte, isn't he? Oh, as we said, North Platte, Columbus getting back where they are. and Lincoln Southwest, uh, again, they're all, they've been here lately and for a number of years, but kind of had just been here, and their program now is viewed as the best in Lincoln. Yeah, they, and they've put together a top-10 program for sure. Ranked fourth in the preseason, and we're going to get some more scoring here as Odell is able to turn Ruffin again, and now Ruffin's in some trouble. He's in big trouble here. He tried to roll around a little too much with Odell. 15 seconds. He's able to get out of it, though. It will be a three-point near fall, and it's 5 nothing. but he gets off his back, and he'll live to fight into the third period. And they're telling him you got to ride him out here because it is the end of the period. Well, there's going to be some more near fall points here before the end of the period, and I think he's going to get three more. So three more near fall, and Odell 
of Lincoln East now an 8 nothing lead over Ruffin of North Platte. Yeah, and I mean, that's a big 8 nothing the way he's done, and he just took top. I mean, Odell, as close as it's looked to us, he must feel it's never been close, Doug, because to us, it's looked like Ruffin from North Platte has just about been out many times, and Odell just immediately looked and said, I want top. I think he knows that he's out of gas. Yep. I think he knows that he's out of gas. Yeah, he looks good there. He's just so good in this crab ride, Doug. He gets in that crab ride with that half. I'm just checking off all the terminology here, Larry. Just checking it all off. Back over here in the consolation, and now Dubrai has put Nelson to his back with 15 seconds to go in the match. He's already up 5-1, and he's going to get the stick. That's a big deal if they're going to try to hang on, Doug. 4-51, Tim Dubrai of Kearney would get the pin at third place at 195. Yeah, we go from football terminology to old wrestling terminology, and that's about the hardest thing on the planet to follow, I think. Ruffin came through over here, got a reversal, but Odell rolled him right back, and so it's 10-2, to 2, and now Ruffin on his back again, and he may not be able to get out of this one. There's the pin. Ruffin just finally ran out of gas, a pin in 450 over here for Isaac Odell of Lincoln East to take the championship at 170 pounds. Yeah, he kept that thing close, Doug, but... Uh, Odell, pretty impressive there, especially on top. Odell was the runner-up here last year. Runner-up. Finishes second in the state. He was the runner-up to Mason Merritt of Kearney here last year. And that's the thing when we talk about this, Doug, is this tournament, again, a little light on the teams this year, down a couple, but, man, this tournament sticks them out uh, at the end of the year. That's for sure. Brian Halstead will take a four-foot victory for third place at 220 pounds. And now... 182, Kyle Schultz of Columbus against Austin Moody of Lincoln Southwest. Columbus and Southwest go head-to-head here in the next two matches, which could determine your meet champion. Yeah, I think so, Doug. Uh, those are big, giant swings uh, in, in the point total. Austin or Kyle Schultz, excuse me, from Columbus is a returning state qualifier, the only one at this weight, gets himself through to the finals here. And we go to the heavyweight consolation. And, um, excuse me, unfortunately, there were only four heavyweights here today. And so Grinnell of Grand Island and Marshall of Columbus are in the finals. And here in the consolation, it'll be Israel Batista of Kearney and Dylan Holstein of Southwest. Yeah, and we do get a takedown now. Kyle Schultz has gotten the takedown up 2-0 uh, with a minute left. Riding tough. In there. And this is a, geez, these are important matches, Doug, as you said, with regard to the team score. Don't forget when we're all done, we'll have the New West wrap up our post game show, talk to a couple of the coaches, give you all the medalists, first through fourth, and I'll give you some of the champions here again in a moment. Also, want to remind you that most of our wrestling, kind of like it is through the season, will on the radio take place after Christmas, but there are some nice duels coming up here. Columbus and Hastings get after each other next week. As we said, the Scott one, the Grand Island one, we do the Luplat Conference, we'll do the districts, we'll do the state, uh, we've got our wrestling rally, we'll do the state duels, so more high school wrestling radio coverage here than anywhere on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and Doug, I tell you, Austin Moody's wrestling very tough off the bottom here. He's gotten to his feet, but Kyle Schultz has got the leg in the air. 
Schultz returns him. Moody tries to hang in there with the wizard, but to no avail. Uh, he's now fighting to not get turned. Columbus looks tough, Doug. Uh, again, like we talked a little bit, this is interesting. In the lighter weights, we talked a little bit more about Carney. Now we're starting to see Columbus really come on. And where they're good, they're good. Colton Wolf over here is getting warmed up. Should have a college singlet on. Yeah. Good Lord. And he's a junior. Unbelievable. Over here in the heavyweights, a scoreless first period, and Bautista will take down and get the escape for Carney over Holstein of Southwest. So Bautista, 1-0 early second period heavyweight consolation match. Yeah, and now Moody's got his chance. Here he's on top. It's 2 to nothing, just at the start of the second period. And he's close to getting some back points. He's looking for a tilt there with his legs in. Boy, he's working. He might need to get that other boot in. He'll fall over the top if he doesn't. He's only got one in, Doug. Schultz is doing the right thing. He's just shaking him off. And he'll get the reversal. Moody just needed to stick that other boot in. Back over here in the... Heavyweight consolation. We've had a couple of reversals, so Bautista back on top. He was reversed by Holstein, takes him right back, and Bautista's up 3-2, a minute 11 to go in the second at heavyweight. You know, and Doug, you had mentioned at one time the loss of Ledesma. He was a hammer at heavyweight in the sense that he wasn't some 6-5 monster you are going to send out. He was a bowling ball, but he always got you points. He did a great job. He was super tough. He will be hard to replace. He was about as tough a heavyweight to wrestle as you could for not being the number one kid in the state. I mean, as you said, bowling ball was very, very accurate. And he was, I don't know if extremely technical, but he, he knew how to wrestle with what he had out No question. There. You couldn't score on him, and it's what made it so tough. Back over here in the championship, Austin Moody of Southwest is able to come to his feet and get an escape, but then Schultz just takes him right to his back and stuck him. I mean, like in five seconds after they came up, he got uh, his balance taken away, and he is stuck in 328. And Columbus, big team points there. Kyle Schultz will bring home the championship, and that is the second discoverer to win, Carter Wolk. Picked one up earlier, and now Batista has Holstein on his back in the heavyweight consolation. Should be able to get the pin in the final 15 seconds, and there it is. Your final Carney winner of the day comes in 2 minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah, with bonus. That's great, and that's a big deal in the, uh, that, uh, the 82 match, Doug, in the sense that uh, it was bonus there for Columbus. Now, this is the match of the day, Doug. The 195-pound final, Colton Wolf, two-time state finalist. He's been a state champion, just a junior. And you've got uh, Kyson Schnell, Lincoln Southwest. He has been fourth and been second at the state meet, but at, a, at 220 pounds. He's cut himself down to 195. Most guys would have done the opposite, Doug. They'd have stayed away from Wolf. Many in the state believe he's the best kid. Uh Looking to be four-time finalist, three-time state champ. Schnell says, no way, I'm coming down to beat you, and they're going to wrestle the first week of the season. Schnell actually wrestled heavyweight here at the Kearney Invite last year and finished second to Ledesma. His teammate, Derek Greenwald, wrestled 220. And for Wolf, he beat Gage Grinnell of Grand Island at 195, and Grinnell will be in the heavyweight finals here today. Yeah, and here's, here's one of the things with Wolf, and we'll see if they fixed it. Sometimes he doesn't do a lot, Doug. And it's what beat him at the state meet last year. And you're seeing it here. 
All the shots right now are coming from Kyson Schnell. There's one minute left in the period, still no score, but he's got to open up. Again, the 95 champ last year was Silva of Grand Island. Wolf fell to Cade Brown-Lee of Creighton Prep, 3-2 in the 82-pound final, and Schnell fell to undefeated Terry Jube of Millard South. And Jube was a stud, if you remember him. He was huge. He was all solid. Yes, he was. Very, very good wrestler. But this has been a great match so far. 30 seconds left, no score. And Kyson Schnell is pushing the pace. And they are not going to wrestle on the alternate match now that the consolation is done, which I like. Yes. Uh, there's only three matches left. One's on, two to go. Wyatt Alcott, Columbus, Brett Garcia of Grand Island at 220. Gage Grinnell, Grand Island, Cy Marshall, Columbus at heavyweight. Well, they may. We've got blood time now over here at 195. That's one thing that would get the other mat going is the blood time. Yeah. Well, now they've just announced that they will keep it here. So we've got blood time, and that'll give us a chance to recap what's going on so far today. Your winners from 106 up, Salvador Aguirre of Kearney High, Philip Mumi of Kearney, Connor Lauchs Hastings, Carter Wolk Columbus, Cameron Williams and Jake Oltman Southwest, Deshaun Dixon Hastings, Trevor Bigelow Kearney, Jonah Pillow Southwest, Isaac O'Dell Lincoln East, and Kyle Schultz. Of Columbus, and now we're ready to wrestle again here. Colton Wolf, Columbus, Kaishan Schnell, Lincoln Southwest, scoreless so far, 10 seconds to go, and Wolf in on a single. Great single leg. Dougie's in deep. I'm sure he'll finish. They roll through. Oh, they come Schnell off the mat. Great job. Funk roll right between his legs. There will be no score. They're going to finish 0 0. Uh, Wolf had the leg up in great shape, and Schnell funk rolled right between his legs uh, to create that scramble. I always find it interesting. These kids will wrestle now 45 times. If you're undefeated, it's tough to get to 50 because you're not coming back through the consolation and getting an extra match out there. But as you wrestle 45 times, 38 of those are going to be pretty easy wins for you. You don't always have the situation where you have to be defensive or find a way to counter as much as you're going to see here. Yeah, no, this is high-level stuff. I mean... Uh, this is state final type stuff, and you're exactly right, Doug. And to have to call on some of that stuff in the first week of the season isn't easy. A little throw by Wolf, trying to lock, take it outside, and out, I mean, out of the uh, circle, and out of the circle they will come. Schnell needs to get back to the shots that he was taking at the beginning of the match. He was controlling the center of the mat uh, with his offense. He has stopped that, and Wolf has started to push him around now. So Schnell got the escape here to start the second period as he was on bottom, and he leads Wolf one to nothing. A minute ten to go here in period two, and Schnell in on a single, lost it, and a throw to the back on the edge of the mat. No points will be awarded. Schnell needed to drag his foot. He he kept it in the air. He was using his balance. He just needed to drag it. That shot you just saw there by Schnell. If Kyson Schnell will stay on that shot. He'll take Wolf down. He took him down pretty hard, too. I mean, that was knock a little air out of you off, to, off of his back. No doubt. Down to 50 seconds to go. Here in the second period, one nothing. Schnell of Southwest over Wolf of Columbus. Yeah, and somebody's got to get a takedown, Doug, because there will be a quick escape. 
Oh, now we're back in that double over, double under. Somebody could get launched here, Doug. Edge of the mat. We've seen a couple of big moves at the edge of the mat, not result in anything, and they'll come off. Restart, 21 seconds to go. Boy, that's close there. Wolf likes that position. Off the whistle, no aggression. A little upper body work here. Staying high. Looks like we're going to go to the third period, Larry. one nothing. Yeah, and, and again, I just am, am going to say, I think, you know, because Wolf is such an exceptional wrestler, he's got to find some offense, Doug. You know, you'd have thought that that had been the big uh, focus in the offseason with Coach Keysweater. Uh, and we'll see here into the third period because we're going to get in that championship minutes here. My guess is Schnell's going to be able to uh, – not going to be able to ride Wolf. Wolf will come out fairly quickly. What you can't do is give up a stall call here. If you're Schnell, there he let him go. So an escape by Wolf. Each wrestler has escaped, and it is a 1-1 chess match. Who ends up on the mat first will determine how this one is going to look. Wolf takes a look at the time on the clock, and there's still a minute 40 to go. So Wolf and Schnell, Columbus and Southwest, 1-1. Yeah, if Schnell will commit to that shot, he'll take him down. What Wolf's going to look to do is hit him with one big explosion because Wolf's the more powerful of the two. I know Schnell was up at 220, but as you said, Wolf looks like he could be a, a sophomore in college. Well, Southwest, looking at the new uh, team standings, Carney might hold on here. 218, they picked up some consolation points. Yeah, There's Wolf in on a single. There's that powerful piece I told you about, Doug. What a scramble. Schnell's in trouble. Wolf gets a takedown. One minute to go. One minute to go, and it's 3-1. Yeah, he just used one big explosion there, and that's what we thought would come from him. But he's got to get out to the side. He's just laying on his hips here. He'll get nailed for stalling. And I think he's got enough time that he's going to be fine. Schnell's got to get out of here. And Wolf's got him all kinds of scissored and locked up. Yeah, he's got legs in now. And that is a real clock eater because it's tough to get called for stalling there. You'll stalemate it. Dale Bean stalemates it. That's the right call. 3-1. So a restart in the middle. Schnell has to get off bottom. He needs two against Wolf in this battle of parade of champion walkers. And he immediately gets the escape. So now 3-2. And you know Schnell's going to have to take a chance. Yeah, and here he's got 20 seconds. It's not going to end up 3-2. to two. No, A simple high C will win it for him. He doesn't have to get crazy. He hits that super ducker high C that he was close with earlier. 15. Schnell keeps going. Wolf able to fight him off 10. 6. Wolf's going to win it. Colton Wolf of Columbus, 3 Kyson Schnell of Lincoln Southwest. Oh, my gosh, two. Doug, that was close. That really, the, the Wizards, the only thing that saved him. Schnell, Schnell did get him taken down. Wolf stuck the Wizard in. That was close. Was not a takedown. Absolutely the right call made. Not a takedown. No, no takedown. But it was close. I think our towel boy went it. Shot over there might have been a second late on getting the hit as well. But nonetheless, Wolf of Columbus beat Schnell of Southwest 3-2. to two, And it wasn't, it was not, not exciting. 
it was no. just low scoring. Yeah, no, I think those two boys are going to see each other again, and it might be for all the marbles. Well, Grand Island and Columbus, they saw each other on Thursday night at a duel, which Grand Island won, and now they will see themselves in the last two weight classes here. Wyatt Olcott of Columbus, Brett Garcia of Grand Island battling here at 220 pounds. And we'll take a break and be back with more of the Carney Invite after this. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here at the Carney High Invitational. And in our 220-pound match, Larry, already a little scoring. Yeah, a little scoring there. Gavin, uh, or Garcia, excuse me. Brett Garcia from Grand Island takes down Wyatt Alcott from Columbus. And now they go out of bounds. Alcott, the only returning state qualifier at this weight. Uh, Garcia's a big kid, Doug. He's a big 220-pounder, very strong my guess is probably plays for uh, Coach T and does an amazing job for him. He's a big kid. Larry, talk about that. We touched on it earlier, getting, especially if you're a lineman, getting from football, I need to be big, to wrestling, I need to make weight, and the transition and all the rules we've had here over the last decade. But still in this day and age, even from when you had to do the same thing, getting to a weight that was comfortable early in the season when there's not a whole lot of time to do it's it. It's really tough, especially if you're committed to your football program, Doug, which you should be. You know, some kids will start cutting that weight during football program, and I'm dead against it. You need to be committed to your football program. Uh, but it's very hard early in the year here uh, to do that. Um, and going to get just real quick. Brett Garcia is going to get three back points out of that, uh, Doug. He's going to take a 7-1 to one lead into the second period. But that is a big deal, being able and, and getting your body right. Now, for the big guys, uh, wrestling uh, and football, they actually pair because of your stance, your hand movement, uh, and your hand fighting and football and wrestling are virtually the same. It's about inside position, staying low, stuff like that. But for the backs, the little guys, uh, some of the skilled players, it is a little different, and that transition is not easy. On Thursday night, Alcott of Columbus beat Garcia of Grand Island 3-2 to two in their duel, but that's why Alcott was on the top line here uh, this afternoon at the invite. Garcia, 7-1 to one over Alcott. Make it 8-1 to one as he gets the escape starting on bottom here in the second period. Well, I'm just telling you, Doug, he's very impressive as Brett Garcia. Uh, I mean, his lower half, it looks like he could squat about 500 pounds, and he's got giant arms and chest. He's a good-looking kid. Alcott, on the other hand, is kind of long and lean. Three to two sounds like a, uh, the, the type of match that would be, but here you're eight to one. 
Garcia's really gotten after him. And a heavyweight, Grinnell of Grand Island beat Marshall of Columbus 3-2 to two on Thursday. That really kind of decided the duel, that six-point one way or the other, uh, very instrumental in who won the duel. Yeah, and I think you saw something here. Even though Columbus has got some firepower up top, like for Carney, you don't have to go beat him. You didn't have to have anybody up there because there were other teams that knocked Columbus off uh, in that situation and with Lincoln Southwest the same. Of course, next week these teams head to the Mid-America Center, uh, Carney and Grand Island at least, uh, to uh, go to the Lewis Central uh, duel. Then the uh, Flatwater Fracas, the 18th and 19th at the Heartland Event Center. Uh, Hastings will host Columbus in a duel Tuesday, and then they head to uh, Omaha South, or Thursday, and then they head to uh, Omaha South. Lewis Central, great tournament. And then, as you said, you get the Fracas. Uh, That's a lot of high-level wrestling uh, early in the year. It will expose you, Doug, and that's why these coaches want to do that. They want their wrestler exposed so they know what it is they've got to hone in on and work on when they come back for January and, and that uh, three-week push in February. Yeah, there is no seating at state, so it doesn't matter what your record is. About the only time that it will affect you is for districts, possibly, uh, which then could affect what line you get on at the state tournament. And after all that scoring in the uh, second period, not much here in the third as Alcott of Columbus not able to do anything on his feet, and it is to 8-1. Garcia of Grand Island, Alcott of Columbus, takes bottom here to start the third with a ton of work ahead of him. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's got to try to get something uh, to get Garcia to his back, Doug. And a lot of times off the bottom is the way to do it. If you can get him to get in a roll-around situation. Sometimes uh, as we look here, and they'll have a restart coming off the mat. Uh, you can... You can get into those. I know, Bakes, you're probably not one of those sentimental, too deep guys. We talked about the history here, but the way the gym is, the sun's kind of starting to set and shine through the windows here, which it's got to be at the exact right angle to do that. We've got one match left, so uh, even with the weather today, the sun kind of setting here. I mean, it even shines through a little bit in the middle of the mat that we're wrestling on. Yeah, there. When when and I look over there, and I just re- had a great memory we won this thing. Like we won it a lot of times, and we won it one year, and they wouldn't get out of our way to take the team picture. We weren't being rude, but Keith Kelly, Brad and Brian Kelly uh, from Grand Island State champ, both multiple medalists, great wrestling family. Keith Kelly grabbed the podium. He started to drag it out of the way, and it scratched the floor, and the Carney people went bananas. <laughs> we just wanted to take our picture with our trophy, but that happened right where you're talking about. Uh, over there. The Wyatt Alcott of Columbus will get an escape and only a minute to go. Got to find a way to take Garcia of Grand Island down and Garcia has built up a big enough lead here at 8-2 that he's in great shape to uh, bring home a medal and not only a medal but the championship medal at 220. Yeah and here's the deal Doug you feel great about yourself if you're Brett Garcia and Joy Morrison and the fact that you get beat 3-2 if you come back and win 3-2 today you think all right, that's okay. You come back and dominate 8-2 that tells you you're doing something right. You're getting the kid in the right spot and moving in the right direction. 15 seconds to go in the next-to-last match here at the Carney Invite on Classic Hits 98.9, KKPRFM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Alcott takes a last shot. They slide off each other, and time will expire. Brett Garcia of Grand Island picks up the 8-2 win, the first Islander champ here today. Yeah, unbelievable that it took this long to get there. I do think Grand Island is a deep team that will get better and will have something to say uh, for who wins this thing at the end of the year. But that is, it's been a long time 
since we've seen that. Well, Grand Island alum, I'll ask you, it is hard to continue a dynasty. I mean, Scud is about the only one that's done it. Uh, for Grand Island, a lot of uh, Coach Shadwinkle, but a lot of parents of kids. That can happen in any sport, whether they're the head coach or assistant coach. You just get that group that comes through. Where is Grand Island right now? Well, Grand Island... And, and they have about four kids as well that aren't here yeah, today. Grand Island's program's in great shape. They're, they're going to be a top-five team. They're going to do great dynasty stuff-wise. You know, what they did was um, in a different stratosphere. And when you've got a guy like Mr. Reedy uh, and some of those guys running that little kid's program and running it forward and jamming those guys in, Doug, uh, it makes a big difference. Those were all original Team GI guys. And they just kept uh, raking them in and making them great. You know, you do have guys like uh, uh, Bob Thompson, uh, you know, over at Barr and, and Rich. Uh, so they've still got guys in the right spot doing the thing, and Westerby's still there at Walnut. But uh, the Team GI bit uh, just changed things. You'll always be able, when, in any one of these things, Doug, when somebody goes on one of those runs, it's, it's never a surprise if a coach's kid is in it. Because what happens, and that was the thing with Rob Reedy, he took all the kids a couple years ahead of his kid, a couple years below his kid, and they made Team GI, and they just made it great, and they went all over the United States and wrestled. Well, he did that because he was doing it for his kid, and he was a wonderful guy, and let's go forward, right? Well, all those kids ended up being amazing. And then it started, it was a frenzy that fed on itself. It's In, in, a, in a public school, it's, it's impossible to keep that going, but they'll stay relevant. Grinnell with a takedown here. Rides Marshall for about 20 seconds, and then Marshall able to pop out. Grinnell was trying to turn him and lost a little bit of his uh, control there. So it's 2-1 to one. Gage Grinnell on Grand Island over Cy Marshall of Columbus. 40 seconds to go here in the first period. Hastings, Kearney, where do you see those programs at right now? I think Kearney looks good, Doug. Kearney looks deep to me. Uh, and, again, they don't have the hammers. You know, they're not marching out. One of the Rodriguez boys or, you know, any one of all those great guys that we've seen as hammers here in the past. But what you have is a team, in a sense, kind of like Grand Island, just a little better. Uh, they're deep. They're really, really deep. And, and they'll have a lot to say with, with, with who can win the thing. And I think the, the key there, Doug, for a team like Carney is they can't, when you're deep and you're in that situation, you can't get to the end of the year and get to the state meet and have one of those terrible rounds. You know, when you need to have the guys come through. If Carney were to get hot, they're deep enough. Hastings, um, Hastings is still in, in, in great shape, you know, and they've got, you know, they don't have Kyle. You, you know, they don't have like two or three of them like they did last year. Guys that could win it. Hugh Trong, you know, I mean, that, that was a great wrestling team. But they look fairly deep to me. Um, and I think they're taking the transition fairly good. It's interesting to watch Coach Lauks walk around and talk to people and seem to really enjoy his new role as a parent. So two to one now. Uh, Gage Grinnell of Grand Island over Cy Marshall of Columbus and Grinnell to start the second period will take bottom, gets a quick escape and Grinnell is now up by a score of three to one. Coming up the New West post game, we will be talking with head coach Ty Swarm. We'll also try and round up a couple of other coaches uh, from Carney, or from Grand Island and uh, Hastings to chat with as well. So far, it's been a real clean meet, brought to you in part by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weeches. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. We're in the final match of the day. 
And the heavyweights look like it's going to come down to, again, maybe one move here, Larry. Yeah, no doubt about it. At three to one, this thing will boil down to can Cy Marshall come up with an explosive uh, uh, move here to make something happen. He's going to get... Uh, he's, he's going to get opportunities. Grinnell's starting to back out. Grinnell, Gage Grinnell from Grand Island had uh, been the aggressor, and he started to really slow things down, and Cy Marshall's coming forward now. Again, Grinnell beat Marshall on Thursday night in their duel by a score of 3-2. to two. Garcia was able to avenge a loss to Alcott. Now Marshall trying to do the same to Grinnell. Yeah, both state qualifiers from last year, neither one state medalists, uh, but both look to do so this year. As we said uh, last year, uh, Grinnell came away uh, with a medal here, but was not uh, wrestling a heavyweight for Grand Island. Grinnell's got to be careful there. He tried to take a shot directly under Marshall. Marshall's not the biggest heavyweight, but he's still a heavyweight, and you don't want to get your weight under his, I'll tell you that. Marshall finished fourth at 220 here last year. Grinnell was the runner-up at 195. And Gage Grinnell as well. He's not the biggest heavyweight. You know, fairly thick lower body. Uh, not the biggest guy, but fairly slick uh, as far as uh, on his feet wrestling-wise. Time continues to whittle down as they joust for position. Get on the edge of the mat. A weak shot there by Marshall, and they'll come out of bounds. Three seconds to go here in the period. Yeah, and this will boil down, Doug. They're just going to walk away from each other and let the clock run out. And, and this is going to be interesting. Gage Grinnell's got to pick it up a little bit because Cy Marshall's going to take down. I'm sure he's going to get out, Doug. And that's going to make it a 3-2 to two match, which means a takedown Grinnell loses. Again, we want to say a big thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you our high school activities today, the Carney High Wrestling Invite. And Marshall comes to his feet trying to pop his head out. And Grinnell real high on him here, and he's going to have to let him go. Marshall gets the escape. Three to two, Grinnell. But Marshall really hasn't been able to do anything on his feet so far in this match. No, that's exactly right. The one thing I would say is Marshall get their great shot. Sweep, single, and he's going to get two, Doug, out of that right on the edge of the mat. That's what I was just starting to say is that it's looked to me like Cy Marshall has had more pep in his step, and Gage Grinnell at the beginning of that second period just seemed to shut the whole thing down. So now it's 4-3, to three, a minute 26 to go, but Grinnell should be able to get off bottom relatively easy, and they'll wrestle on their feet at 4-4, and it takes them about five seconds to do so, and we're back at neutral. 4-4. Yeah, I, I look for Marshall to take that same kind of sweep single shot. He was very sweep, uh, slick with it, very easy finish. Boy, Grinnell's powerful there. He kind of went to uh, look for a body lock with a double under. Grinnell's not small. No. No, I think he's probably the bigger of the two wrestlers. Very similar. Looks like he might have an inch or two on Marshall and maybe a pound or two, but not much more than that. Right. 50 seconds to go. Haven't had an overtime yet. No. Not even in the consolations. And Grinnell maybe now trying to come in on a shot. Edge of the mat. You're going to say no. Yeah, that was close. And Larry Baker, I don't like me. Bernie Madison, everybody. Bernie Madison, That's North Platte. Right. Here's, here's Burn Dog taking yeah. care of the North Platte wrestlers. A little re- wrestling Not the royalty. Coach, but the man. 
Good he, to see Burn Dog. He is the man. Great football season. They got it turned around, I hope, yes. over there for the Bulldogs. Into the playoffs. Back to wrestling. 30 seconds to go, Larry. Are they going to wrestle for overtime, or does somebody gamble and take one here? I think, I think the thing is, Cy Marshall's got the shot if he takes that outside shot. Oh, he, he slipped off, and Grinnell didn't dive on him. Gas. There, they just went out of bounds. He just fell down. He's completely out of gas. Face is purple. Down to 16 seconds. Restart in the middle. Grinnell can sense he's in on a shot and backing off the mat, then trying to twist Grinnell and act like he's not backing off the mat, and they'll both go out of bounds and restart with 12. The takedown that he got to start this rally, Doug, is there for him if he wants it. It's an outside single. If he misses, there's no fear of being taken down. It's the one that he needs to be after right now, and he's just out of gas. He doesn't have anything left. We're going to go to overtime. 4-4, so once again, Bakes, to the listeners out there, give them the overtime rules. Yeah, we're going to go one minute here, sudden victory, any score wins. At the end of that, no score. We're going to go one uh, 30 second. Uh, you'll get your choice, top or bottom, and then the other guy will get his. And at the end of that, we will determine a winner by score. If we're still tied there, we'll flip the coin and it's a ride out. If you ride him out for 30 seconds, you win. Or if you get out, you win. Grinnell in on his shot. Edge of the mat. Keeps his feet in. Hasn't been awarded yet. Joey Morrison says he's got him. He's got to hook the leg. And they're going to say no. Restart. Out of bounds. And Joey's telling Grinnell all you had to do is pull him back on. One shot here. 36 seconds right off the whistle. Marshall tries to lock up. Grinnell knocks the arm away. Grinnell again in on the shot. A stall warning call here on Marshall of Columbus, the first of the match, and now he slides down the Grinnell leg and out of bounds, 26. You hate to see it end on a stall call, but that stalling call was warranted, Doug. Marshall's out of gas. Grinnell's just trying to finish it. Restart, they're down to 20 in overtime. Grinnell, Will we go to the tiebreaker? Grinnell just needs to get a little bit of movement, a little bit of side-to-side movement, and his shot will work, Doug. Ten seconds, got an arm, trying to get an underhook and slide down. Marshall's using everything he has. He slides down, and we're going to get scoreless in overtime. He's just, Boy, and he walked away with two seconds, and Grinnell just let him. Unbelievable. I tell you what, the big issue here is Grinnell's not getting any side-to-side movement. He's not creating any angle. If he would create an angle, A, he would score, and B, he's going to get himself taken down if he doesn't start because he's taking those shots down to a knee straight on to Cy Marshall's hips. And those big, fat heavyweights, you can't do that, Doug. That guy sprawls, gets his fat on you, and you're in big, big trouble. You've got to create an angle. So now we go to the tiebreaker, and it will be Marshall of Columbus on bottom for the first 30 seconds. And their goal here is to get the one. Just get out. You, can, you can't have multiple scoring. Yeah, you just get out. It doesn't mean anything here. You get every point you can as Grinnell switches to the hip. Now he's off the mat. Yeah, he's off the mat. And uh, Grinnell stuck both legs in. They'll stalemate that very quickly. One thing to keep in mind is that there is a stall warning here on Marshall. You'll see it uh, come into play in that second overtime, second tiebreaker. Excuse me. Restart again in the first tiebreaker. Grinnell trying to get a twi- turn. He's actually just really trying to ride Marshall out. He might actually get some back points here. Ten seconds. Great job. He's got his legs in. He's got his hips very, very tight. Big, tight half. He just needs to hang in here. 
What a ride out, Doug. You called it. Cy Marshall just ran out of gas, Doug. So now Grinnell, he'll go bottom, and he's out in five seconds every time. And, again, it's not over, but Marshall either has to ride him for 30 or he's got to find a way to get a takedown in about 20 seconds because you know Grinnell's going to get out just like that. Yeah, in fact, if Grinnell was smart, he wouldn't get out right away. Right. <laughs> but there it is, 25 seconds escape. 5-4 in the tiebreaker. So now Marshall's got to find a way to take him down. There's been no warnings. Grinnell just kind of tries to bully him a little bit. He's not trying to scrub, but he's trying to push him off, push Circle. him off. Circle. Restart out of bounds, 14 seconds. And a false start off the whistle. Oh, they called that on Grinnell. I thought that was Marshall. Got a circle here if you're Grinnell. Protect your legs in circle. And another false start. And they'll call that on Columbus. The official backed out, and they both went after it, forgetting that they needed the whistle. Now we go, and Wolf takes a shot. It comes up empty. Grinnell. Just hang on there. He's in that front headlock. He just needs to hang on. Circle down to the mat. And Gage Grinnell of Grand Island in the tiebreaker is going to win it. Five to four. Well, the Islanders get a couple champs. But it's not going to be enough here. Uh, Kearney, Southwest, Columbus, Grand Island. That's the way it looks like it finishes out. And uh, we'll talk with Coach Ty Swarm. How surprised is he that they won it today? And again, you know, the basketball team, a lot of people are saying, well, the boys beat Creighton Prep because they didn't have everybody there. Well, you can only play who's in front of you. You can only wrestle who's in front of you. North Platte didn't have everybody here. Uh, Grand Island didn't have everybody here. Columbus, uh, pretty much. Southwest, pretty much. And uh, Kearney, it's not that they didn't have everybody here. They've got some inexperience, but they're going to win it with 218. Yeah, and they should. I, I, from what I saw, I thought Kearney looked good, Doug. Uh, gritty team. And what, one of those kind of just gritty teams that, again, like I said, doesn't bring a bunch of hammers to the table, uh, but they're not the nail anywhere. Well, we're going to take a break and be back with our post-game. Talking with the coaches, give you the final results right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Five Points Bank. 
We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Don't forget college football championships on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. Alabama has just scored to take the lead over Florida, 12-7 in the SEC championship game. That'll be followed by Michigan State and Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. It's time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And we will talk with the head wrestling coach at Kearney High, Ty Swarm. We'll also run down a couple of the other coaches here in uh, just a moment as uh, Kearney High wins the uh, wrestling invitational. And it's only right, right, Baker, the final uh, Kearney High wrestling invite and Kearney wins it? Well, I think so in this gym. It does make sense. I'm an Islander all the way, but I would just tell you, it does make sense for that to have been done. This thing has got a lot of history. Would you not agree, Ty? You know, the Islanders have done well in here as well, and you guys know that. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, we're happy to close this place down with a, with a victory and uh, a tough victory at that. There was some talent here today. Are you surprised? No, that's exactly what I, I expected it to look like. Um, you know, our guys earned the championship today. You got four of the top five Class A teams here, and then you've got other schools in the mix that bring extreme talent. I mean, it was you look across the gym, and there's battle after battle after battle. Uh, so there was nowhere to hide. Yeah, and I mean, and and I was very impressed today. It looked to me like you guys very early in the year here were willing to grind. Can you could continue to shove? You know, you, you got a lot of big competitions coming up, but you can win this thing, and you can be in the conversation in February with numbers, and you don't have to have all the guys up here. Is that how you see your team made up? Yeah, uh, you know, top-end talent's a big deal at the state tournament, and, and there's a lot of that top-end talent was here today. I mean, you saw kids that are going to win state titles this year. Uh, so, you know, we have to have some of those guys on our team surface for us to be in that mention. You look at our team last year, we're a third-place team, no finalists. That's why we're a third-place team. We have got to push guys into the finals. We've got to push to be top-end talent uh, to be in that, in that competition. We're talking with Carney Wrestling Coach Ty Swarm. They win the 2015 invite here today. You did have three champions every year. The general fan of their school will know a couple of names out there like we talked about earlier in the week and then there'll be a few names that they haven't heard before i want to start there philip mumi at 113 yeah well uh philip mumi was a guy that probably didn't surprise the general wrestling fan because his name's been out there as one of the top freshmen in the state and he showed that today uh he's just matt savvy he's experienced he knows how to compete and he went out there and, and got it done started off with the number one seed Got drawn in. That's how it works. And, uh, you know, kind of a slow start. Then gets to, gets to the second period pin. So finished the day with three pins. Just outstanding young man. Works hard, and he has worked so hard in the offseason and all the other uh, tournaments that you can get yourself involved, when, involved with outside of season to, to be ready for this. He's and, mean. And he's aggressive. 
and he's fast. He has, again, when you watch a soccer match, it's more fun when it's 5-4 than one nothing. Sometimes you can get that one nothing wrestling match. He looks like a kid that could be pretty exciting for the fans to watch all the time. Absolutely. I think we might have pinned that kid four times in the finals. I mean, he, he, definitely, uh, he definitely put on a clinic. It was fun to watch. Uh, Salvador Aguirre and Trevor Bigelow, your other two champs today. Yep, and, and those guys are veterans. You know, Trevor has not won this tournament before, and neither has Salvador. And those are guys that have put in their time. Uh, they, they understand the varsity scene. They understand the battle that it takes to get those wins. And that's what Salvador had to do against Kyle in the finals. He just had to battle and, and find a way to win. Trevor Bigelow, he's got great talent. He's very slick. You know, sometimes you're going, wow, how did he do that? Uh, so he's got that talent. You know, he's a kid that's been wrestling since he could walk. He's, he's, he's been in big-time tournaments. He's been uh, part of this team in, in the varsity lineup over the last four years off and on. And so, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of our stable horse along with Aarons and, and those guys as, as far as leading this team. You had a couple of kids that got second. Uh, Wolock of Columbus really was tough. Uh, Gabe just couldn't get – Gabe Crocker couldn't get much going there. And then uh, Ashton uh, – Second period really kind of done him in. It was very competitive. And even Larry said Ashton wrestled pretty good, and he got beat 10 nothing. Yeah, and I actually felt the same way. You know, I look at Aaron's match, and I said, we looked good there. Yeah, he, that, that's what I thought. At the, end of, at the end of the second period, it's 10 to nothing or 10 to 2, whatever it was. And I thought, well, I mean, he hadn't done anything terrible. I thought he looked pretty good. You know I mean? Tough. Absolutely. Like, he was, he was battling hard. We were the aggressor. We just kept getting caught and giving up points. And, uh. You know, you look back, you clean that up. There's not many times you can sit there and say that hey, you got beat 10-0 and you can turn around and beat that kid, but we're in that match. And that's a crazy thought to have, but he wrestled that kind of a match. And Gabe a little bit? Oh, Gabe Crocker's just, you know what, he had a great day. His semifinal victory, I think, set the tone for, for a lot of the things that happened the rest of the day. You know, he's down going into the third period, gets a late takedown to a pin, and just kind of sparks our team to continue to drive towards that championship. You know, he did. He got, he got outmatched a little bit in the finals. That's a kid that we've seen before, and that's a tough kid from Columbus. And so we got to find a way to get off bottom. we got to find a way to control on top because um, that's where we're kind of hurting right now with Gabe. He's great on his feet. Last minute with Carney Wrestling Coach Ty Swarm. They win their own invite. They're ready to go take a picture and collect some medals. We talked earlier in the week that the upper weights would be where you have a, the most work to do. So you got them on the mat today. How did you feel things went? The, di- the difference with our upper weights versus our lower weights today was experience. Uh, you get those guys late in the match when it really comes down to it, and, uh, and, and it's kind of that willpower for a win, and we lost some of those matches today just off not being able to finish the match and finish the positions. Uh, we did see Stephen Berman battle back and get third with some pins. That was huge. Uh, you know, Sean Jackson finished his day with a pin. Izzy Batista finished his day with a pin. You know, those are huge, huge points for us. I think Tim DeBry finished his day with a pin. You know, we put a lot of pins on the board at the end. Parker James finished his day with a pin. You know, those are huge, huge points at the end of the day. So those guys, you got great experience today. It's going to pay off. And it's just, again, we got to continue to work to finish those matches. The next two weekends, you're on the road, uh, a pair of two-day tournaments. So briefly talk about going to Omaha and then the Flatwater. Yeah, next week we're at the Council Bluffs Classic. It's a great tournament. You see about five different states represented there. you got teams like Apple Valley, Minnesota, just historically known for their wrestling team. Uh, you got some, some powerhouse teams out of Kansas, Iowa there. Uh, we were fortunate. We wrestled great the first year that opened up. We won that tournament. Last year we finished sixth. 
they scored a little different. It's a different wrestling. Uh, you know, the first day you get so many points, and they bracket a silver and a gold bracket the, the, the second day, and you score points up to, like, they place every match up to, to 16 matches uh, in both of those brackets. And so they got a different scoring system. You see, like, 500 points will be scored <laughs> at that tournament. Uh, so it's kind of a nice change of pace, uh, and, and it really gets the guys a lot of quality matches in a big venue, kind of a miniature state tournament for us to kind of see a big venue like that. We follow up with the Grand Island Fracas, great tool, a great dual tournament. A lot of these teams are going to be there, and we're going to see now, okay, here's what they look like in a tournament. Now what are we going to look like when we stack up in a dual competition? All right, Ty. Hey, man, congratulations on a great day for you and the Bearcats, and uh, we'll see you soon. And uh, keep up the good work. Congrats. Again, thanks for everything. You bet, man. Ty Swarm, head coach, Carney Bearcats. They win it today here with 218 points. We're going to bring Joey Morrison on down here and uh, hear a little bit from uh, the head coach of the Grand Island Islanders. Uh, they finished it strong today, Grand Island did, as they brought home a, a couple champions. And uh, Joey, uh, We'll just ask you first off, uh, you didn't have all of your team here today. You did with what you had out here. Uh, how did you feel the day went for the Islanders? Uh, pretty well overall. We had some new faces on varsity today, and I thought, I thought they uh, wrestled really well and competed and represented our school uh, very well. So we're proud of all of our uh, Islanders today. Yeah, Joey, your, uh, uh, your kind of take on some of these guys that you've put in um, here into the lineup, are they guys that'll stick? Are they guys that you'll be able to see in February? Or how do you see that shaking out? I uh, definitely, you know, we're, our lineup may or may not change. I We'll see. I mean, it's always, that's the one thing that's great about wrestling. They wrestle off for their spots, and the best guy is varsity, the second best guy is JV, and we go from there. So um, I, I definitely could see our lineup shaking around a little bit here in the next few weeks or months. But um, either way, you know, we've got some guys that are really working hard in the room, and we just couldn't be more proud of them. The opposite of Carney, most of your finalists and, and guys that wrestled in the last round were in the upper weights. Uh, your last two uh, were winners in Garcia and uh, Grinnell. Uh, Garcia's uh, switching things around, uh, and, and Grinnell, uh, you saw these Columbus kids at the duel on Thursday, so maybe that's an advantage, but just uh, let's start there with those two and how they wrestled. Yeah, you know, this is Brett's uh, first year on varsity, and uh, he got an injury last year, so he wasn't wasn't able to compete for us. But um, did a very nice job today at 220, and and uh, actually the finals match was a was a rematch of our Thursday night duel, which uh, went down to the wire. So it was nice to see Brett kind of use some of the things we've been working on in, in live situations. And uh, Gage again just continues to get better every every day in practice, and it showed again today. And uh, just really listened really uh, well in tight matches and. Actually, both matches went to double overtime, so uh, uh, he's got the heart of a lion. Yeah, and what, what did you think with uh, Doty at 52? That's a big matchup with he and Bigelow. Have they wrestled in the past, or have they been separated out of, um, by weight? Uh, Yeah, you know, don't, Chris uh, wrestled well today overall. You know, that finals match kind of didn't get things going early, kind of got off to a slow start. And, and you know, that's kind of how Chris kind of came out last year a little bit, a little slow. And he got his legs under him before too long and, and had a very nice season last year. And I'm sure he'll, he'll be able to do the same this year. Talking with Joey Morrison for the uh, last minute here. You're going to see the Bearcats. You guys are doing the same thing here over the next couple of weeks. So uh, how long before... We, we see maybe some of the kids that weren't here get back into the lineup, and uh, what do you expect in the next two weeks? Oh, well, you know, definitely the first of the year, I think we'll have a pretty good idea of where everyone's going to be, and 
you know, part of it was we had some transfers this year, really, really great transfers uh, with Tyler Longland from North Dakota, and Brendan Riley did a nice job making the finals for us today at Northwest. He's really uh, learned a lot and come on strong, and then uh, Matt Rojas as well from um, Wood River, so um, it's been uh, it's just been fun to kind of get some new faces and, and watch them grow and develop into our team, and and um, so that's also kind of shook things up uh, from where it was maybe in February. Yeah, and Longland, he came uh, from North Dakota. Uh, he two-time state placer. What did he place there, and what, what what's he look like in the room? We got to watch him wrestle uh, there for third and fourth. Kind of wild match, but uh, tell us about him. Yeah, he, he's a wild man for sure. He, um, he loves to compete. He's got a great attitude, you know, and you never really know what – you're going to get when you get a, a guy who's a senior who's a transfer and boy we see a, a good pickup that way just in terms of um his attitude and he just buys into everything we're about as a team and in the technique and it, it's been great to see his um his growth already so he, i think he got eighth and sixth uh in north dakota as a so, as a uh, sophomore and junior and um his family moved and switched jobs and so now he's here and we're glad to have him all right, Joey, we'll let you get down there with the kids, present some medals, and uh, we'll see you again soon, all right? That's Joey Morrison, head wrestling coach at Grand Island. We'll take a break, be back with the overall final results, try and catch up with Coach Widener of Hastings as well. You're listening to the New West Post Game Show from the Kearney High Wrestling Invite. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Community is a place that means coming together. A place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Just like your car, your furnace needs a periodic wellness check too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take pride in the work they do and in catching problems before they happen so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to the... Carney High Wrestling Invitational, New West Post Game Report. We're joined now by the head wrestling coach at Hastings in Austin Winder. Coach, uh, hey, first time on. Great to chat with you. How are you? Yes, sir. Doing, doing very good. Thank you. Uh, 
changing of the guard. Larry and I talked about all three of the Tri-Cities coaches now are either brand new or fairly new within the last handful of years. We've kind of got new faces. Even though you've been around, it's still new faces in the big chair for the first time. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to see a new generation come in and, um, you know, kind of have the old timers kind of watch us from the stands and, uh, you know, fill them shoes and uh, be a big role in, as an impact of, of the team. So, How, how has that been uh, going and becoming the head coach and coaching the son of the former coach, which and I know Coach Lux, a yeah. wonderful guy, but has has what what has that dynamic been like? Uh, you know, it, it it feels like I maybe have some pressure on me, but um, we had such a good relationship that um, the expectations are there. He he knew it was getting uh, handed down to good hands. Um, the work ethic is there, and that and that's really what it takes uh, from from changing coaches. If the work ethic's there, and and the kid wants to participate and get better then that makes my job a lot easier. So, Austin, talk about the match today between Connor and uh, Kobe Pozoza, maybe the match of the, of the finals here today. Yeah, you know, we, we, knew if, uh, if we knew if we got on bottom, we knew we had to get moving right away. We knew we like to throw that leg in and, and cradle right away. We knew, we knew that was coming, so we, we sat for a little bit after he got that takedown, and, um, and, and, we, and we took a break and we rested, and, and he made us pay for it. So we took an early 5-0 lead, and... Um, you know, in all reality, I think that was great for Connor to to see what people are coming after him, and uh, kind of a little reality check of, all right, it, this here we're going to start again this year. So you guys are so good on top with your wrist tilt, cross tilt. Was there any thought going into the third period, down by one, of staying on top, where knowing how good Pozoza was on top? I mean. It was a great decision, turned out the right way, but there was a lot of risk in going down there underneath them. Was there any thought of staying on top? No, I was. I'm very confident in our young, in our, in our kids being on bottom. Our, our mentality on bottom is nobody's going to hold us down, and we're not going to take any breaks. You know, Connor did take that break in the first period, and and he paid for it. So we learned a lesson, and our mentality these past two weeks has been we are not going to sit on the bottom, and we're not going to give anybody time to crank on us on top. So. I was very confident with that choice, and I think he was too because he didn't hesitate, and, and I think it was the right choice. So we, he got moving right away, and, and it paid off for us. So We're talking with Hastings wrestling coach Austin Widener for another minute, your other winner today, also won here last year, Deshaun Dixon, and uh, very powerful, and he's so good, so quick on top. Obviously, you, that was a match where you could see what he's got to work on and where he's just maybe better than almost anybody. Yeah, you know, Deshaun is, is very tough on, on his feet, and, you know, he's, he's always 99% of the time he's going to get that first takedown, and that's right away that's a, a mental boost for him, and it, and it, it kind of feeds off that, and he gets some swagger going from there. You know, and, you know, coming in from last year, you know, it was kind of a takedown let up type of situation, you know, and we kind of figured out last year, hey, we're going to need to start figuring out something on top here. So, you know, he is he's he's tough, really, really tough on top. We, we, we you know, we try to take that arm away from these guys. And, you know, it, it kind of got to the point in that match where I was getting a little worried about a scramble, maybe giving up some scramble points. So so we cut him. And if we can cut a kid, we know we got a really, really good shot at taking him down. So. We're very confident with cutting a kid in that situation. He will ride. We, we still need to work on some top stuff with him, um, but he, he's willing to learn, and, he, and he's not afraid to take somebody down and ride him out and try to turn him. So. And Austin, just overall, you also had Kyle and Pedroza in the finals today, but uh, a, a quick thought about the two second-place kids and just your day overall finishing here. Yeah, at 106 playing Kyle. You know, it was a, a tough 1-0 loss in the finals. Um, 
I think Carney, Carney Kid has a little strength over us and, and with some hand control and stuff. And working a little angles with him, I think we could have finished a couple of those shots if we had a little more of, a, a little more of an angle on those. Um, Pedroza um, had a great semifinals match. I did, you know, kind of projected him getting to the finals against Cam Williams. Not sure how that was going to turn out. I, I didn't see it turning out, getting us getting pinned in the first period. I thought we'd be able to wrest with him a little bit more. But we're going we're gonna to continue to work with Colby and get his confidence up. You know, he's hasn't seen a lot of varsity in the four years he's been with us. So um, he's he just needs to get his confidence up and know that he can wrestle with these kids. So overall, uh, the kids, you know, in the top four, great, great performances, great heart. I mean, uh, Peyton Ford, our, our, our 160-pounder, is a senior, hasn't wrestled for three years, took a bunch of years off and comes in and gets fourth place for us. Um, so just the heart and determination is there, and they understand that uh, you wrestle six minutes and good stuff's going to happen. So, Then we'll let you out of here with this. you got the Columbus duel this week, and then you go to Omaha uh, to a different tournament this weekend. Quick thoughts. Yeah, I think the Columbus duel is going to be very interesting. Um, with us having some opens up top, that may be the deciding factor. You know, we have some options of, of bumping some weights around, and I think they will do that too. Um, but as far as matching up, I think we match up great, and I think it's a winnable duel if if things if matches go our way and we get some pins in the lighter weights. I think we match up really well in the lighter weights, and if we get them extra bonus points, I, I think we can make it a closer duel than than people are projecting. So, and then going into Omaha South on Friday, we wrestle there every year. It's a great Friday evening uh, tournament. We wrestle well, kind of gives us a break, you know, for the weekend. You know, gives them Saturday Sunday off. So. Um, we take the whole team there. They all wrestle well, and looking looking forward to the, this next week, getting back in the wrestling room Monday, working on a few things. So, all right, Coach. Hey, congratulations Thank on you. the opener. Thank we'll you see very you much. soon. Yes, sir. That's Hastings High Wrestling Coach Austin Widener here on the New West Post Game Show, and Larry Baker. Uh, you've got other commitments, so I want to get you on the road. So I'll get a final comment from you, and then we'll come back and give uh, the final results. But uh, what we saw here today in the final invite in this gym. Well, it's kind of interesting, you know. Um, and maybe it's fitting that it is the final invite in, in, in this gym because the last couple of years we've walked away from this tournament, Doug, going, oh, some pretty good kids, but I don't know how great of a tournament that was. This was some big-time stuff, and this is kind of a table setter. I'm very excited to watch these through the year, and most importantly, once we get to February, how the heck did these guys do, Doug, uh, in getting better? Because I think you've got some teams here, a couple teams in the Metro, I understand, but there's some teams here, uh, multiple top five teams that came out of this tournament, and I don't know that I could give you an order right now, regardless of how they finish today, um, of, of how they would finish in Omaha. I'll just tell you, there's three or four top five teams here today. All right, buddy. Great work as always. I'll let you get on the road. Larry Baker, thanks so much, man. You got it, man. Thanks. We will be back and give you the overall final results for today's matches and uh, one more look at the team results as we continue on the New West Postgame show here on Classic Hits. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are, what you might say, dynamite at what they do. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, 
Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Back on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. They're about ready to announce the outstanding wrestler here today, so let's listen in. So ladies and gentlemen, your 2015 Kearney High School most outstanding wrestler as voted by your coaches and administrators from Lincoln East, 170-pound champion Isaac Odell. Isaac Odell, 170-pound Lincoln East wrestler over Braden Ruffin of North Platte, Isaac Odell wins the MVP Wrestling Award, Most Outstanding Wrestling Award here today. Of course, Colt Wolf of Columbus, Connor Locks of Hastings also had to be right in the middle of that voting. Let's go ahead and take a look now at the final results in case you missed any of it. Let's go to 106 pounds. We'll just work our way up. Sixth place was Trey Williamson of Lincoln Southwest. Fifth was Alicio Ramirez of Grand Island. In the consolation, Carter Cuchera of Columbus wins by injury default over Corbin Harrington of Lincoln East. And in the final, Salvador Aguirre of Kearney, a one nothing win over Blaine Kyle of Hastings. At 113 pounds, Coley Lacey of Hastings was sixth. Gavin Howard of Omaha Bryan was fifth. In the consolation match, Emerson Urbina of Grand Island, a 9-1 winner over Zach Bennett of Lincoln Southwest. And in the final, Philip Boomy of Kearney, Wins by pin over Branton Flanders of North Platte in 5 minutes and 16 seconds. At 120, Awis Salat of Omaha Bryan is 6th. Colton Sliva of Grand Island is 5th. In the consolation match, the Battle of Jordans, Jordan Bober of Kearney pins Jordan Pulver of Lincoln Southwest in 40 seconds. And in the finals, after falling behind 5 to nothing in the first period, Connor Lauchs of Hastings rallies to defeat Kobe Pizoza Hall of Columbus 7-5. to five. At 126, William Trujillo of Grand Island, 6th. John Nelson of Lincoln Southwest, 5th. In the consolation, Nick Sad of Hastings pinned Dom Triddle of North Platte at a minute 27. And in the championship, Carter Wolk of Columbus, a 3-0 win over Gabe Crocker of Kearney. At 132 pounds, 6th place goes to Carson Zwingman of Columbus. Dominic Jimenez of Lincoln East was 5th. In the consolation, Nick James of Kearney, a 5-3 win over Zach Kuda of Grand Island. And in the finals, Cameron Williams of Lincoln Southwest pins Colby Pedroza of Hastings in a minute 20. At 138, 6th goes to Jesse Apple of Columbus. Joel Smith of Hastings, 5th. In the consolation, Tyler Longland of Grand Island pins David Mata of North Platte in 346. And in the final, Jake Holtman of Lincoln Southwest, a 10-0 major decision over Ashton Aarons of Kearney. At 145, Ali Mohammed of Omaha Bryan, 6th. Connor Burney of Lincoln Southwest, 5th. In the consolation, Parker James of Kearney pins Paxton Myers of Columbus in 53 seconds. And in the championship, Deshaun Dixon of Hastings pins Dylan Peterson of North Platte in 4 minutes and 43 seconds. At 152 pounds, 6th place, Noah Miller, Lincoln East, 5th, 
Devin Anthony Hastings in the consolation. It was Lewis Earls of Columbus decisioning Tyler Karstens of Lincoln Southwest. 3-1, to one. and in the championship, Trevor Bigelow of Kearney decision, Chris Doty of Grand Island, 6-2. to two. At 160, Kalen Roth of Lincoln East was 6th, Tyler Nelson of Columbus 5th. In the consolation, Steve Berriman of Kearney pins Peyton Ford of Hastings in 232. And in the finals, Jonah Pillow of Lincoln Southwest pins Brendan Riley of Grand Island in 40 seconds. 170 pounds, 6th place goes to Douglas Weeder of Omaha Bryant, Levi Casadas of Hastings, is fifth in the consolation. Matt Rojas of Grand Island pins Justin Shaw of Lincoln Southwest in a minute 50. And in the finals, Isaac O'Dell, the tournament's outstanding wrestler out of Lincoln East, pins Braden Ruffin of North Platte in four minutes and 50 seconds. At 182 pounds, Ian Ehrenfried of Lincoln East is sixth. Dawson Baker of Grand Island fifth in the consolation. Jake Johnson of North Platte pins Andy Mason of Kearney in 229. And in the finals, Kyle Schultz of Columbus is able to pin Austin Moody of Lincoln Southwest in 328. At 195, fifth place to Chance Hodges of Omaha Bryan in the consolation. It was Tim Dubry of Kearney pinning Carl Nelson of Lincoln East in 452. And in the finals, Colton Wolf of Columbus, a 3-2 decision over Kyson Schnell of Lincoln Southwest. One of the featured matches, both of those young men finishes the state runner-up last year in their weight. At 220 pounds, sixth place to Danny Tran of Hastings, Sean Jackson of Kearney, fifth. In the consolation, Brian Halstead of North Platte wins by an injury default over Connor Clanton of Lincoln Southwest. And in the final, Brett Garcia of Grand Island, an 8-2 win over Wyan Olcott of Columbus. And at 285 pounds, in the consolation, Israel Batista of Kearney wins by pin over Dylan Holstein of Lincoln Southwest in 250. And we go to the tiebreaker in the championship, Gage Grinnell of Grand Island 5-4 over Cy Marshall of Columbus. Your final team results here in the Kearney High invite for 2015. Omaha Bryan 8th with 29 points. Lincoln East 7th with 72 and a half. North Platte was 6th with 110. Hastings was 5th with 140. In 4th, Grand Island with 167. Columbus was 3rd with 181. Lincoln Southwest is your runner-up with 195 points. And a little, the last two years have been very close in the team race. This year, a 23-point win for the Kearney High Bearcats, 218 points. We'll have plenty more wrestling seeing these teams throughout the year, including a couple of duels. We'll also have conference district and state action for you later on in the year. But for today, that's going to wrap our coverage up here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We remind you that you can also listen to any of our sports broadcasts free of charge up on the podcast by the time you get home tonight. You can hear the Carney High Wrestling Invite at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our next high school sports action here on Classic Hits is Tuesday night. High school basketball as Axtell travels to Silver Lake. For our producer-engineer back at the studio, Caleb Henry and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. Carney High wins their own 2015 Bearcat Wrestling Invitational. Don't forget college football, Alabama and Florida in the SEC Championship, followed by Iowa and Michigan State of the Big Ten, currently airing on ESPN 1460 and 1550 AM. Have a good afternoon, everyone. This is Doug Duda saying 
Good night from Kearney High School. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.